It's Tim Stewart, Coach Papa. Uh, w- without a rancher run in this morning, we're g- we do have the rancher run segment on, but he is out doing some amazing things with his wife as he always does. But I am studio with Deke Jones. Good morning, everybody. How is everybody doing? And of course, today is a fantastic Monday, and uh, we have got a crew in here with us that we are going to be excited to share. Uh, a lot of good information about taking the right course of action. Uh, but as we always do right about this time, let's make sure that we get uh, pay our bills, Coach. So here, let's do this. I thought we would do that. Maybe not. Let's see. Okay, let's try it this way. I guess it's not going to work over there. Oh. Well, why not, right? Uh, we'll, we'll, nah, we, I, I got it. We'll do it here. I'll find it. It's just a matter of getting it pulled up. So let's try that. 21.6 The Net is brought to you in part by the generous support of our sponsor, Northern Illinois Windows, Inc. We are a commercial and residential window servicing company committed to providing the highest quality service at an affordable price. Our highly trained technicians will make every aspect of your window cleaning needs worry-free. Northern Illinois Windows, Inc., 815-385-6646. Again, 815-385-6646. 216thNet is sponsored and supported in part by Natural Therapy Wellness Center. 815-385-8190. McHenryMassage.com How often do you take time for yourself? A massage can be a great way to pamper yourself, but it can also help alleviate or sometimes even cure those ailments that you deal with regularly. Contact us today to speak to one of our certified therapists about your needs. Natural Therapy Wellness Center, 815 385 21.6thenet is sponsored by and broadcast from Sticker Dude, the creators of Vinyl Chaos. 815-322-2480. StickerDude.com. The Sticker Dude team brings over 25 years of experience from the graphic, marketing, and sales industry. Advertising on vehicles and other services full attention on the design, print, and installation is given to your project. 
from in-house full-time installers to our top-of-the-line printing and finishing room. Contact us today to learn what you need to look for and why before committing to making an investment in vehicle wraps. We're not your corner sign shop. Sticker Dude, call 815-322-2480. Experience, education, character, an inherent ability with numbers, an exceptional CPA. These are the reasons why business owners choose Eric Mason of Mobile Accounting for their bookkeeping, payroll, and tax services. Call Eric at Mobile Accounting, 224-321-6859. That's 224-321-6859. 216thNet is supported by highly reputable sponsors like XTech Repair. Why do customers keep coming back to XTech Repair? Because of owners committed to building relationships. No one and done attitudes. Their 60 day guarantee on all repairs and IT service subscription plans that help business customers avoid the shock of a large unexpected repair bill. XTech addresses all your IT needs in one place. Web design, web hosting, social media support, custom built desktops with a two year parts and labor warranty, and just for fun, gaming machines with repair and service support. Visit online xtech.repair. That's X T E K dot R E P A I R. Visit in person at the corner of Pingree and 176 in Crystal Lake, Illinois, or call 815-516-8075. That's 815-516-8075. X-Tech Repair for IT done right the first time. Good morning. Good morning. Tim Stewart, Coach Papa. If it looks like the studio is a little crowded this morning, it is. Got some great minds in here this morning. Let's start off with introductions. Uh, to my right is uh, Coach Washington from Vipers Pro Basketball. There it is. Uh, RJ White, CEO of Vipers Pro Basketball. Coach AP, uh, assistant coach for the Vipers Pro Basketball. Nice. And let me tell you that uh, with uh, with pro pro coaches, you know. Boy, they get up maybe around noon, look at some film, <laughs> get the team in. <laughs> so this is early for these guys, right? <laughs> now, this is uh, this is going to be a great show uh, because I've been playing ball. Uh, I've been balling my whole life. I coach for the Illinois Magic AAU team. Uh, and uh, the, the hard part here, uh, when I say, I'll just call you Tim today because when I say coach, everybody's going to look up over here. <laughs> is is uh is that uh uh trying to keep it out of the locker room right and and focus and focused on the correct course of action uh what we're gonna do but we always start out with the attitude of gratitude rancher ron segment's gonna come in he gave us a good recording that uh that we'll play here at the at the back part of the uh of this first hour the second hour uh we've got uh, cause for the pause coach's cadence we've also got um the ability to, uh, uh, you know, get uh, get Deke's health and fitness tips in later, and rapid fire. Uh, these guys could be good with rapid fire. Uh, this will be a fun one. Which <laughs> gonna be, which is gonna be good. Um, so yeah, w and uh, of course I was in the gym all day yesterday <laughs> with uh, three games uh, uh, in a tournament. So that's why I sound like I do this morning. <laughs> it's always fun. 
That's why we'd go on Monday morning so he gets that Wolfman Jack voice. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That is it. Gary, good morning. Glad to, or good evening over there in Singapore. Glad to have you with us, brother. Mitch O'Dunn, how are you? Damon K. Ross, I always believe in you. Ken Cass and Maureen, glad to have everybody with us here. Who else jumped in? April Stewart. I loved you first on the radio. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. Uh, did, did she say it? I don't see any yeah, lightning. Yeah, it's, it's in there. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Uh, so we always start out with the attitude of gratitude because grati- when gratitude exists, fear, hate. Fear and faith cannot be friends. And one begins, the other ends. Oh, uh, I'll kick it off yeah, this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do we got good sound out of this microphone? Yeah. I, I don't hear it. All right. Yeah. Um, not that anyone needs to hear what I have to say, but... Uh, <laughs> We had our first tie of the season with my soccer team this year. We were 0 for coming into the weekend. Uh, so, But the team we played was against kids that I coached in club ball for uh, their 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th grade years. So I coached 90% of the kids on the field on both teams. <laughs> and it's amazing to watch the perspective of both. Oh, that kid's a jerk. That's you guys, know what, so- kid on the you guys know what soccer is? Right? Yeah, soccer. That's, that's <laughs> that's <laughs> it's the grandfather of basketball, if you're not uh, sure what it yeah, is. I'm not, I don't Bigger think net, so. smaller ball, but same game. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't but know. But uh, they played well. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot done around the house this weekend. Uh, April has taken off for Texas for a full week. I'm going to be all by myself. So. I had to get everything done before she leaves <laughs> so I can party <laughs> when she's when she's gone, uh, which will never happen. <laughs> uh, but my grandson, um, he is 21 months old, and, you know, look at the whale. He goes, Papa, Orca. Aw. <laughs> right? So he's got the whales figured out. And just I mean, you weren't, the you, weren't, you weren't laying on the ground or anything, were you? <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to reboot that. <laughs> I don't know. What that, I may have to. I don't know. What's but going yeah, on with just grateful family. for the weekend and hanging around family and you know getting a lot, do- lot done around the house. So, Coach Washington, gratitude. What are you grateful? For? Gratitude. I'm grateful. Yeah, man. You hear me? Yeah. You got a beautiful <laughs> bald head, Coach, uh, which which <laughs> I love. Shaded last night. I got ready. Which, which I love, but <laughs> but we still on the radio. <laughs> now, as far as uh, gratitude, I say uh, number one thing in gratitude being a head coach for the Vipers. I'll say my family also uh, with the Vipers get to change guys' lives each and every day. It's a process, basically changing guys' mindset into professionals. <laughs> so basically in the past, their attitudes and their bad habits, we switch into professionals. Right. And then I see the change. It's been like probably three months of working with these guys. Season opens November 10th. We have some more work to do, but I can see where we can go at the end of the road. Nice. So gratitude for uh, playing for the Vipers, uh, coaching for the Vipers. So, uh, for those of you just joining us, uh, the Vipers are uh, a pro basketball team. Lake County's pro basketball Lake, team. Lake County's pro <laughs> basketball team. Where can people find information about them? Uh, on Facebook is Vipers Pro Basketball. Our website is VipersProBasketball.com. Awesome. Awesome. Great. All right. The CEO. The, 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 the one person who's got any mind in here this morning. <laughs> Thank you for showing up. I'm just kidding. Teasing if you get um, Gratitude, I'd probably definitely say um, my uh, children. They yeah. keep me very, very humble. I have two teenagers, so nice. always on my toes. Nice. And then I have a 10-year-old and a 5-year-old, so they keep me very humble and focused. So nice. I'm also grateful um, you know, to work with these guys. You know, we go out in the country, we joke, but at the end of the day, we have an end goal, and uh, we always seem to hit our targets. So, 
it's been pretty cool. Um, other than that, I probably would say happy to see where we started, <laughs> right? And see where we are growing to be. Um, got a lot of big things uh, stored for the future, and uh, we're continually growing as an organization. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I'm excited. No, no hold on, hold on. Just what? Hey, <laughs> I muted you because you were over there wrangling. That's it. I was playing with. <laughs> there you go. We're right. the American <laughs> Basketball Association, correct? Yes, uh, we are a part of the ABA American Basketball Association. Um, we were testing out a league, uh, which was the NPBA, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have um, four international assignments for four different countries coming up for 2019. That is nice. And, of course, nice. you say we because you are the voice. Yes, he is. We're, uh, <laughs> well, we haven't had the first game yet, so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> you, don't, uh, you just met him, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> so, JP, what are you grateful for? Uh, I would say that I'm grateful for life in general. Um, every day is a new opportunity. Uh, I'm very grateful for the for the Vipers for giving me this opportunity. Uh been a great experience so far it's about a little over a month that i've been with the vipers so far and it's been nothing but great and i'm uh, looking forward to many more experiences that's fantastic that is fantastic now uh i mean your specialty you're the defensive guy i mean what's the what, what's your special are you coming in what, what's your specialty coach come on oh <laughs> um, i'd say a little bit of everything uh bringing different traps um Defensive schemes. Yeah. Uh, low shooting. So, if anybody out there wants to shoot, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk after this, right? I think we took our Kent shooting in Texas, but it had a trigger involved that's in right. it, so oh. he was that's a little right. out of his character. <laughs> that's right. Uh, you know, one one thing, Coach AP, that uh, it's nice when you're the first one. You know, it's your first time in. You can say, "Well, I'm grateful for life in general," and that. Yeah. But after you've been here for a while, we got to start. We have to think of more and more things <laughs> to be grateful for. But what what's that thing outside of life in general that just really makes you smile right now? It's really making you happy. Uh, I would have to say basketball in general. There it is. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> I'd have to say, um, hey man, basketball's life. Yeah, everything uh, else is just the details, right? Amen. <laughs> I wore that shirt till it was uh, falling apart. <laughs> is it? No, uh, no. In all honesty, basketball. Um, I played it since I I was little. Um, has brought me nothing but great experiences. Uh, got to play in college, and now uh, I'm associated with a professional team. Where did you uh, Where did you play in college? I played at St. Ambrose University. Yeah, over in the quads. The yeah. Killer Bees. That's yeah. right. The Bees. Nice. <laughs> nice. I was up at uh, Mount St. Clair, which uh, well that was back in the day. Now it's uh, <laughs> the one up in Clinton. What is that little one up there? Uh, I'll think of it here in a minute. <laughs> I don't want to give him a plug. I want. I don't want to give him a plug. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, I tell you what, gratitude. I'm grateful for this great weather. Unbelievable weather coming into fall. After I mean, it was hot as anything beginning of the week, and then it was like gorgeous. Uh, Saturday afternoon, about one twenty-five, I started the fire outside. Oh, I got a lot of stuff to burn, but I mean <laughs> 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 uh, evidence, evidence, right? Get rid of. But uh, this this weather, and again, you see, I get to I get to pull out the sweater vest, so you know. Uh, when it gets cool, I, I, you know, I love to rock that. So that's that's good, uh, and that's what I'm grateful for. Is this this incredible midwestern weather that we're having right now, which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, could the correct course of action? Now we we chose this. We had confidence last week. 
Uh, and then and then uh, we, we decided to, to talk about the correct course of action. I mean, throughout history, one of the biggest problems is that the correct course of action is not always obvious, and the obvious course of action is not always correct. And uh, Coach and I have found out in our lives, Coach Papa and I, everybody's like, what? <laughs> uh, Coach Papa and I have found out in our lives that uh, you can take action, but it's not always the, the, the right the right course of action. Uh, and uh, and we couldn't think of any uh, any any better people to to have in on this because uh, coaching and scheming and uh, building a business and and running business is as you know you can take several courses of action but is it the correct course of action? And and coach, how do you coach Papa? I'm saying that uh, I'd be doing that all day. Uh, y- how do you know it's the correct course of action, or what is what would you define as the correct course of action? Well, most of the time, and the United States Army, I went back into the leadership manuals. We had a seven-step decision-making process that we followed for everything that we did. Uh, but there's a new course of action implemented by the United States Army in their training. It's called, um, you may have heard of this, intuition. <laughs> ah. <laughs> when it feels right, it probably is right. Uh, but a lot of times, we spend a lot of time questioning ourselves or doubting ourselves. Uh, you know, th- th- that athlete who goes, you know, and he starts that dribble and it's wide open, but by the time he said, ah, he hesitates, it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it, I think the same thing in business, the same thing in life, where, uh, you know, you've got a decision in front of you. You want to do the best you can to get the pros or the cons out there. Uh, but at the end of the day, when it feels right on the inside, it's probably the right thing to do. Well, one of the things I'm constantly telling my athletes, if it feels right, you've got an 80% chance of it being right. You know, uh, especially with the the speed at which decisions are made in athletics today. Uh, absolutely. Um, so, as you guys are now putting together uh, um, an organization, that ain't easy, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, how do you how do you know that it w- it, you're taking that right course of action? Um, I would say we're going on what uh, 40 employees mm-hmm. uh, as far as staff. Um, I really don't think you ever really get it down pat because you're dealing with like so many different personalities and people are fighting so many other battles um, on the back end and you need everybody still to come together enough for the organization to be successful. But I think I'm going to go with what what Coach Papa just said as far as like intuition. Sometimes you just kind of know. I mean, we get people all the time that apply for our organization. There's five. (laughs) Oh, sure. Work for other organizations. Yeah. And um, I usually follow my intuition on that, too. You know, if we're asking you the proper questions on your interview and you really can't give us much, but your resume is loaded with all these perfect qualities, (laughs) and then we see you in a picture with the opposite team, we're like, okay, well, we kind of understand. So uh, from the CEO perspective, I definitely would say um, intuition. Um, obviously, resume checking and just seeing how much a person holds to their word. Um, I feel like uh, actions speak louder than words mm-hmm. when it comes to, um, you know, performance. That is awesome. Uh, so, as you're putting this together, mm-hmm. I mean, did somebody come to you and say, "Hey, we want to do this"? Uh, I've got uh, a billion dollars, uh, you know, and what I'd love to do is to create a, a, a professional basketball or your organization. And you are the person that uh, <laughs> is going to do that for me. Um, I've had a lot of inquiries. Uh, in fact, I've had people that had billion dollars, billions of dollars reach out to us. In fact, we're going out of the country. Man, you and I got I to start hanging out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I am hanging out with her. <laughs> 
we're going with the uh, with they call them the Billionaires Club. Um, sure. For some stuff that we're doing um, in in Egypt. So. Wow. Um, yeah, I've had that happen before, but I get a lot of inquiries. <laughs> I mean, in fact, I get so many inquiries, it's almost like insane. With people that are like, "Hey, you know, because I see what you're doing, I'm going to start my own team. Do you suggest it?" And you know, of mm. course, I'm going to always positively tell a person to follow their dreams and vision, but. If your vision is based off of what you see with uh, our organization, uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> something you want to follow. Right. Um, to me, this is a passion for me. It's a vision. It's something I've had uh, since I was seven. Wow. So I've been creating this vision since I was young. So uh, that's why I make it probably look so easy. But if I had to tell a person to start from the ground up, <sighs> I can give you some advice, but I can't go through the whole process. Right. Now you're the only female owner in all of professional basketball. Is um, that correct? I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. Yeah, I'm the youngest. It's a probably about uh, three or four of us. Is there? But um, I would bears. probably say I'm the most progressive. Most <laughs> okay. <laughs> now let's, let's you, you gloss over the best team ever in National Basketball Association, the Lakers. I mean, that Jeannie Buss owns that. So... Oh yeah, it's, it's own. It's yeah, you get stuck. You get stuck no. on the black and red. You're still <laughs> living know, in the '90s. <laughs> I get it. We know who it. owns that <laughs> team now. He's uh, he's out there, you know, making all the decisions <laughs> and uh, magic. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking James, but that's a, you know. No. Uh, <laughs> nah, LeBron's gonna get his. That's okay. But, but th there's uh, some obvious challenges. Morning, Frank. Grant Elliott. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Grant's in Iowa. That's a good place. What are some of the, the challenges you've had to overcome in uh, in this world? Um, obviously, I'm a female in the industry. Um, I would probably say that would probably be the first challenge, but I've never really had anybody cross me. I think it's probably because I'm just unique. <laughs> and I have a unique personality, which you they probably all can agree with. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looks at their feet. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, I've never really had anything that I couldn't handle. Um, and I've always made... Uh, Friends out of every situation, yeah. you know. So yeah. I, I think that's another reason why we're uh, steadily progressive, and um, international alliances go along. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm really <laughs> now the other morning she she stood me up. I got to tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was mommy duties. Yeah. Uh, she had to go to school. Her her child couldn't keep quiet in class. Yeah, that would be Autumn. <laughs> Shout out to Autumn because she always pulls me out of everything. So. <laughs> So, so, you so know. Let, let me tell you that <laughs> that guy over there, that's the pot. Guess what happened on Friday? Oh, whoop, squirrel. Yeah. Uh, you want to <laughs> talk about somebody ghosting somebody? Uh, he's the king of it over here. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, it's on three of your calendars, coach. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't on my wife's calendar. That's so the one that's important. So, yeah, I was going to say so on game day, you want to make sure you're on April's calendar. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 he won't miss that. He won't. Uh, but so so as, as we're talking about taking the correct course of action, um, uh, and this uh, this goes to Coach Washington over here. He's uh, he's, he's quiet, but he's the guy. <laughs> uh, is uh, as you're assessing talent, mm -hmm. and 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 you're looking for specific needs, specific skills, mm -hmm. uh, and how do you know when you have somebody that is the right talent I, is is it is it is it a, a gut feeling is it like man yep there's a checklist that you have kind of mentally you go through how is it that you you choose that i say the guys that have the right talent or the right fit for the vipers is when you sit down and have a conversation with them because most of them see people in the court that might be the best guy on the court but they can't have an effective conversation 
It's probably not that guy. So based on say the biggest thing is off the court. Off the court. On the court. Isn't that interesting? Character. Yeah. yeah. Biggest thing character as well. Correct. Okay. And and tell me more why why that why character instead of you know you you got uh, I'm sure there's a ton of talent out there, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and that's what I've said growing up. I'm like you go downtown Chicago or downtown New York, you'll find people that were better than Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so I mean why why character? I say the big thing I say character because we're involved in the community, work for kids as well. So say you have a guy that's a good athlete that can't talk to kids, he wouldn't fit for the Vipers. So the biggest thing as far as we build off character, I'm messing up the microphone. <laughs> <You're good. laughs> we You're build good. off character, and character goes a long way. Character goes farther than talent any day, I would say that. That's good. You can talk too, Coach. I'm just <laughs> taking some notes. That's uh, well, I had, and uh, uh, 100%. I mean, right now I'm, I'm battling a team that has no uh, – we have no feeder program for soccer up at this school. So they, the first time they touch a ball is their freshman year mm. of high school. Mm. So they're already behind the eight ball. Mm-hmm. If I'm not working on character and all we're working on is wins and losses, That's then at the end of the day, <laughs> <Right. laughs> you know, and uh, I've had, you know, referee after referee where we're out there just getting hammered by these teams. And, and my, my young men uh, represent themselves in their school well. Uh, and that's that makes me prouder than, than anything uh, to hear a referee say no. Uh, having said that, I'm getting club basket or soccer in there over the next couple of years, and the W's are going to start coming because okay. those are important to keep the program together. Uh, but character, character counts. Definitely. Beautiful, Coach AP. You're not getting off the hook on that. <laughs> one. You're not. So, so you uh, you you've been out of college for how long? Um, about three months, four All months. Right. <laughs> Graduated in May. Graduated in May. I mean, mentally, mentally, it might be years, right? <laughs> but so, so as you leave, as you leave college, you're like, uh, what was your, what, what, what was your degree in? My degree was in uh, sports management with a minor in marketing. So you wanted to do this. You're like, this is it. Definitely a uh, passion for sports. So how did you, how did you bump into these guys? I mean, you had it right. So you came out, you came out of of the gate, right out of college, wet behind the ears. Not knowing anything and saying <laughs> I've got to take some sort of action, right, to 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 get to my dream. Uh, it's actually a pretty funny story. Uh, I was up kind of late and I, I was just scrolling through Facebook and uh, I saw a post about the Vipers, and I saw that they had an uh, assistant coach uh, position open. Of course, coming out of college, I don't have any coaching experience, but I have. I think I have pretty much a lot of knowledge of basketball, so I applied. Um, I think it was under 48 hours. They responded to me, wow. um, interviewed me. Um, I hope they like me. You're sitting here, aren't right, you? Yeah, right, right, right. And, um, and then about two weeks passed, so I was like, oh, maybe I didn't get it. <laughs> and um, I don't know where I got, I got, I got the call come in for practice and ever since then it's just been uphill so let's let's talk about that so you 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 had a great conversation with them you're on cloud nine you're like i'm feeling good because i took some good action (laughs) uh and then i mean did you just sit around and and uh and and play you know video games or i mean during that two weeks (laughs) where they they were making their decision no of course um coming out of college trying to find a job i was applying to different places um I wanted to stick around basketball, so I was applying 
like my old high school um i was taking shots at like trying to coach in college but of course you need the experience for yeah. that but yeah you do um yeah i was just trying to apply uh, apply to different places um i thought about doing maybe just like youth training on the side yeah uh, just sticking you still around can right i mean you still yeah. can right wear that viper gear and then uh <laughs> swag it out and yeah. Bring uh, have there. some camps and uh, that's a big thing right uh, make some make some quit on the side that's the, that's the nice thing right so uh just to go around again uh for those of you who are just tuning in right now eric stephen mason how are you brother tom sellers uh, good morning top of the morning to you brother uh just tell them who you are and uh the position with the vipers uh basketball club that you're with I'm Coach AP, assistant coach for the Vipers Pro Basketball. I'm Coach Washington, head coach for Vipers Pro Basketball. RJ White, uh, president and CEO of Vipers Pro Basketball. That's awesome. Uh, coach, you didn't, I mean, you're part of that group too, right? right? Uh, <laughs> coach Stewart, the voice of the Vipers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or well, and, and, and that's interesting too. You, you know, you talk about course of action. Yeah. Uh, Mike Babbitt's called me last year and said, hey, would you be willing to do a uh, – a basketball game I'm like play <laughs> <He's> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> ah. no he says uh, uh, well they need an announcer for Saturday night I think this was like Friday afternoon mm -hmm. and I'm like uh, okay I haven't done much of that but I have fun on a microphone so um, I think the call that won me the job was when one of their uh, one of their uh, opposing players bricked a couple of free throws I said you're making Shaquille O'Neal look good there buddy <laughs> <You know>? uh <-huh. laughs> coach just kind of like all right I like uh -huh. this guy <laughs> just don't say it to my players That's oh. it. <laughs> That's <laughs> but no we we had a lot of fun I uh, got a surprise email over the summer uh, to talk about a uh, a contract for speaking mm -hmm. and then it had something about Jamaica in there and I was like ha ha <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, what am Show I right up in his speedo. Good luck, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Good thing. He's just the voice. Oh. <laughs> that and you beating me one on one will uh, never happen. I think it already has. Oh. <laughs> I think it already has. Uh, boy, I've hung up those shoes. You know, you either, you either can or you coach, uh, <laughs> and I coach. So. There you go. Uh, this uh, this old body won't let let me get out of court I anymore. I broke it out on Friday morning with uh, Johnsburg High School, some of the coaches and athletes, right. and uh, little Zach Tucson lit me up that pretty good. good. That kid's good. That kid's good. So as we as we talk about taking the correct course of action and understanding and knowing what the correct course of action is, uh, there are always obstacles inside of our own brain. I think we're our biggest enemy, right? So Coach AP, you know, you're a kid. Right, I'm just gonna say that uh, I I got kids at your your age, right? And uh, coach, uh, coach Papa's got grandkids that are that are older than you. He's so old, right? I mean, Abraham. There was a uh, Abraham was his twin brother, I think, in the Bible. <laughs> I got to pick on him, right? I I got to pick on him, right? So uh, so there there are a lot, especially uh, being a female in this industry. Uh, crazy, but there, I mean, there's so many naysayers, but then it gets in here. So uh, how, it was your picking the correct course of action. This goes to everybody sitting over there is, is how did you get over that mental hurdle uh, of, of that negative self-talk that, that says, no, you know what? I gotta, I gotta push through this wall. Um, <coughs> I always say that my mom and dad built a machine. Uh, my mom, she's from the South. Uh, my father, same. Uh, father's former military. Uh, grandfather's former military. One was Pearl Harbor, the other was not. Wow. 
So uh, and my mom's Louisiana, and uh, <laughs> you know, all about uh, all my right. mom raises <laughs> you know three daughters. <laughs> yeah. So you know, um, anything in sports would probably be the most um, expected thing, especially for me as a woman. So I kind of mentally prepared myself from the beginning that you know you're gonna get obstacles, but they only win if you give up. Right. Ever since then, I've pretty much been putting my foot on everybody's neck and (laughs) (laughs) continue to grow the organization because, you know, they say the best uh, way to pay a person back is if they quit. Yeah, that is incredible. Coach Washington, how about you? I would say that's a true statement. She does put her foot on everybody's (laughs) neck. That is a true statement. That that is serious. Say it with (laughs) a lot of love, but a lot of truth. Everybody in line. line. (laughs) Now, before I was uh, mentally, I would say working with Miss RJ and also, I'll say my grandmother. My mother is my mother, but my grandma is more tougher. So basically, she always taught me to be tough. No matter what, be tough. Quick story. When I was playing youth football, I caught cramps. And I hey, caught we, hey, we got three hours. It ain't got to be quick. My no. fault. <laughs> Slow story. Yeah. I was playing youth football, came home from practice. Like my mom was at work. I called my grandma. I said, hey, I got cramps in my leg. What do I do? Do I drink water? She said, baby, get some newspaper and lay on the ground. That did not work, so I cried for a whole hour, <laughs> <laughs> and it, w- it went away. As far as being tough, I would say I learned that from my, uh, my grandmother. Yeah. And as far as the mental part, we learned that from Miss RJ. But that's yeah. my answer. So, so you, especially being 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 uh, leading uh, mm-hmm. young athletes, uh, mm-hmm. uh, young men, and uh, uh, and now old men. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, that's your job, RJ. But, <laughs> uh, but but y- you you build these you you build up these guys uh, who have uh, uh, mental blocks. Like, I can't do that, yes, or I, yes. you know, I can't. Yeah, why are we Story doing this? Yeah, why are we doing this? Why I gotta guard him? Or why we gotta press? It's always the why, why, why. Right? Don't you see how fast that guy is? <laughs> right. <laughs> so so how do you how do you break down those barriers uh, w- with your with your team? To me, I'm a tough coach. Either you're going to do it or you're not going to do it, but we're going to get it done. And I'm going to push you all the way through. So if you're mad, I'd rather you argue with me up and down the court and argue with somebody else, but we got the job done. And at the end of the day, you'll see what I'm talking about. So I will say uh, stay on them. And to me, like I said, I'm a tough coach. I'm a hard nose. Sometimes I'm bullheaded, but I try to get the job done. Sometimes she says. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. 75%. He should step it on his neck. <laughs> he, says, he says sometimes we should throw that out. Um, so, but that's where that character comes in mm-hmm. when when you're when you're trying when you're trying out the, these these players and these people. Biggest thing uh, I say: character have a listening ear. If you have a listening ear, you can go a long way. That's it. That is incredible. Uh, AP, what about you, bro? I mean, you uh, right coming out. Er- oh, you're too young. You're this. You're that. You probably threw a couple over at, as you said, college, and people are like, "Well, why don't you get some experience first? Or uh, be a, a, a student assistant or whatever, however that, that journey goes. Uh, but then you were like, man, the heck with this. Let me let me jump in there. So there was some uh, a lot of probably not just your own interior mind going, I don't know, buddy, uh, but probably a lot of people on the outside as well. Yeah, so um, I'd say my family had a big part of that. They always taught me create your own opportunity. Um, as Ms. RJ likes to point out to everybody uh, I'm a Leo uh, she always <laughs> says that I'm fearless so uh, just I just gotta make my own opportunity and if it doesn't work you just create another one now uh, I'm, a, I'm assuming he was the only one who applied for the job oh, oh no <laughs> 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 
<laughs> okay. Uh, it took us uh, two weeks to get back to him because we had 112 candidates. Wow. Ah, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, that's, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> Why is he the right course of action? Again, um... Uh, oh, <laughs> 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 coach is right. like, let me take <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> let me take a deep breath. <laughs> what I say? Uh, what's the key word? Stress reliever? All the stress you deal with as a head coach, I would say he takes about... 85% out of the way. Wow. As far as me being a tough coach, he's like the mediator. As far as and I'm, yeah, 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 and he can talk peacefully to the players. And far as the knowledge and uh, cooling me down at the same time so I'm not getting texts, I'd say he's a good communicator. So far as <laughs> the knowledge part, uh, no, I'm saying so I won't, so right. I won't get he'll, he'll stop me. So mm-hmm. basically, uh, I would say Coach Ray, he's a young coach. But he'll help the referees see things your way. The right way. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll sit down. <laughs> try, I'll let him talk to him. <laughs> you, you know what I'm going to have to do for Coach's cadence today, right? Uh, maybe. Yes, sir. <laughs> I would say from my perspective. Um, Why you laugh? She started off by <laughs> laughing. You, you see that, Coach AP? She started laughing. Text, and I'm like, every I time we hear, it, we hear the word text, we're like, like it, it hurts. Um, but – out of the 112 candidates, um, I pretty much talked to everybody. I think we had talked to me mainly or mostly uh, the candidates that had reached out to us. And um, I think the main ones were lacking all of what we said, which was the what we look for in our players, which was character. Um, everybody, mostly uh, all of our organization are um, millennials or they're innovative, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. So That's right. We try to uh, we try to add and have like an eclectic group of people. So we have to have people that balance other people. Like all of them, they pretty much all balance <laughs> balance me out. Um, and then except for the ball girls and ball boys, I don't know who they who they balance out. I think they probably add more turmoil <laughs> than help. But they're still working. Yeah, they're a work in progress. <laughs> but for everybody else, we all pretty much help each other. We all balance each other out. Um, we all pick up. You know, if somebody has family issues or can't make it or needs help with an assignment or can't do a task. We pretty much all jump in to, to finalize. So he was just a perfect candidate. Um, he's probably the only person that aced this interview um, out of everybody because I threw a lot of hard questions his way. And obviously, with him being a Leo, like you said, he just pretty much darted past most of them, uh, which let me know that he had a uh, mental toughness, sure. which you need that dealing with guys that are, you know, 19 Egos. to 30. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they say the best thing to serve an ego is silence. So. And you, he's made a few words. That's it. <laughs> but That's he does it. get the job done. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> 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 Look, now, you, you, you mentioned <laughs> text. You know, we've been we've been coaching. I've coached everything from five years old up to, to professional soccer players. Mm-hmm. Do you still get texts from Mama? Uh oh yeah, my mom sends me text messages. Uh, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the athlete's mother. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I oh do. no! You know, I think for <laughs> <laughs> I think for our organization, the biggest thing is what girlfriends and parents. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. my number is listed mm-hmm. as the main number. So <laughs> if their son or you know isn't in the game, they're like, "Hey, put in number such and such." Like, I want to see him play. I'm like, he's not a part of this play. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so so if people want to learn more about uh, the Vipers pro basketball, mm-hmm. uh, where do they go to find that? VipersProBasketball.com. I'd probably say that's the most informative mm-hmm. way. Um, and then we have Facebook. I think we post on Facebook way more than we post on our website, which is probably not okay. But 
Um, Instagram. Start with doing it on Instagram. That's yeah. that's where the big leagues that, start. That's what we're learning. That's where Instagram. that's where and we're hiring a millennial to take. That's where business. <laughs> that's that's where businesses are built nowadays. Yeah. Just a. I'm just dropping that in there as a course of action. That's yeah, we have a few things on Instagram. Yeah. We get a lot of uh, guys inquiring from Instagram that play ball and LinkedIn. So. Oh, I can I can imagine. I mean, uh, I, I know that when I got out of college, I, I hooped in college as well. Is is there was always that little seed in the back of my mind, right? Now, uh, growing up in the '80s, playing playing college ball in the '80s uh, over in Iowa, you know, you get in some summer leagues over there in Iowa City and things like that. You're playing with, you know, guys in the NBA and and having fun, and you, you get you get lucky on a game, and you're like, hey, <laughs> maybe maybe a five foot ten white guy's got a chance. <laughs> then, then you go home and look in the mirror, and go, no, no, not really. Oh. No, that's it. <laughs> Uh, but, but, uh, that, you know, so you, you get that. And I, I imagine you, you got, you got people, Hey, 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 uh, and now your roster is, is uh, how big? <laughs> we have, uh, 14 players, yep. uh, 12 can shoot. And then we have, um, what, five practice players. Nice. Um, coach AP and coach Washington came up with, uh, the label. We have an all-star rookie and practice. So you got to make the all-star in order to get more clock. Um, nice. So you have guys kind of, you know, battling over time and putting in their hard work and effort, which um, we're seeing good physical effort. Um, we're getting way more work on video now than ever mm. from the players. Nice. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, we have a, a pretty eclectic group of players. We got, what, 5'7"? Is he 5'9 mm. or 5'7"? 5'9". Five 5'9". Five five nine. Jeremiah Rush, 42-inch. You got some. You, got yeah. you, yep. you know, w- at, at six foot, they list them at six two, six four, yeah. six seven. <laughs> at five nine, they list them at five seven, five three. There's that point <laughs> right. where you go shorter right. than taller. <laughs> but, but he's got some hops. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Mm. He's touching the backboard. Mm. 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 When I was in the uh, National Guard, and my first weekend, I was in my thirties down at a Chicago Humboldt Park. Afterwards, there was a ball game going on. There was only nine players. I walked down there. I'm a captain. They're rolling list of guys, and I'm like, "Hey, you got room for one?" They're like. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> if you're familiar with Chicago at all, the guy who sets up the teams is going to make sure he is not going to lose. Oh. And he did not take me on his team. <laughs> and then after a few minutes, he had this little guy covering me and another guy covering <coughs> me and another guy, and then yeah. he's covering me himself. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, well, uh, you know, sir, you're uh, you're actually pretty good. <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> the next week, he picked me on his team. And then he has me cover this kid named Harrell. Harrell's like 5'3". I'm not covering a 5'3 guy. I was dunked on by a 5'3 guy. (laughs) 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 And he did the Jordan split while he was in the air smiling at me. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. That's it. So, Harrell, if you're out there listening, man, I still remember you. And that was a walk down memory lane in Coach's Nerf basketball (laughs) career. (laughs) 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 You played with me. There we go. There we go. Bruce City Hustle. Uh, that's <laughs> it. So, uh, Christine Kearns, good morning. Glad to have you with us. Uh, we've got a full house here today. We don't have Rancher Ron, but we do have his segment coming up here in a minute. And uh, as we're talking about taking the correct course of action, we got the CEO, the head coach, the assistant coach of the Vipers Pro Basketball Club that run out of Lake County, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, you can check them out at, at viperspro.basketball.com. Mm-hmm. These guys, uh, it's a it's a f- it's a phenomenal 
Uh, it's a phenomenal organization playing in the ABA and one that I'm sure a lot of people don't even know exists. Uh, that's why I'm glad to have you here because it's the right course of action to get your name out there as well. Uh, and uh, maybe we can do some things for some local high school, uh, for some nights for local high schools and, and maybe a couple of the AAU clubs, okay. uh, which uh, we'll talk about uh, off air. But uh, I think it could be a possibility. Absolutely. You know, the more more people we can put in the stands for you, <laughs> absolutely the better, right? That's Definitely. it. Uh, which which will be fun. Uh, so so for a for a for a, a lady mm -hmm. in a in a men's world, mm -hmm. right? A man's world. Um, w why not why not women basketball? Why why men? It I, right? It wasn't a it didn't mesh. I have a masculine personality. Like I don't, I don't see <laughs> it. I, I don't. I don't spend a lot of time <laughs> with you. Look, <laughs> Coach Washington. I'm not saying a word. Like, um, he's got the marks on his neck. <laughs> Being the only woman here, I would. I would argue that men are um, not as emotional <laughs> as women, oh, I agree. but have the same level of degree of emotions as drama. Same drama. Yes. Right. Is that a good way you. to put it? I'm glad you understand. Mm. And um, but it's still not as uh, feminine. Right. I mean, I've seen some women that, that, you know, they can outdo some of the guys. But, you know, women's basketball just was never my focus. Um, my goal is NBA, um, mm. NBA G League. Um, in fact, I've had somebody, a few teams reach out to me as of late since um, we just did a true inspiration video. So uh, I want to kind of stick the course for NBA right now. Then, uh, and then let's talk about that when we come back after this segment and after the top of the hour. Uh, about the right course of action because that's an interesting topic right there. So uh, let's let's do that. Let's uh, let's bring in the good old ranch Ron. Yeah, I think he might. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh yeah, he did. So let's do that. <laughs> uh, let me go here. Refresh that. Da, da, da. So I s as we get this ready uh, and and do this, um, it was an interesting thing. And he's like, I got to try to remember our conversation, Coach Papa. That's why. Uh, so let's see. As he's like, do it. I like to not pick the microphone yeah. up and just watch him sweat. Right. <laughs> Once in a while. <laughs> Once in a while. So we'll see if we got this right. <laughs> and now, overlooking the cattle in the pasture, from the back porch to the flying double H ranch, it's time for a dose of East Texas wisdom with Rancher Ron. There's a new kind of wisdom being disposed. I guess time never stands still. Good morning, Rancher Ron, feeding East Texas wisdom to a hungry herd around the world. I love watching NASCAR. The speed, the noise, the action in the pits. It's so much more than 43 cars slipping and sliding through 800 left turns on the way to the checkered flag. A few years ago, the opportunity to see the sport from an entirely different perspective was extended to me by Motor Racing Outreach. MRO is a group of dedicated volunteers who follow the NASCAR circuit and provide child care, physical therapy, counseling, and chapel services free of charge in the infield for the entire week of each NASCAR event. This weekend's activities at the Auto Club 500 includes tours of the infield compound, MRO's facilities, attending drivers' pre-race meeting, and spending time with the crews during their preparation for the competition. 
This unique opportunity and a fresh perspective of watching the race up close and personal from the pits leaves me the experience of finding life is a lot like NASCAR. Today I'm going to share some of the lessons that make me realize that successfully implementing the course of life is more than just showing up to the track, jumping behind the wheel, and putting the pedal to the metal with unbridled enthusiasm. I learn each of these teams put forth a year's preparation prior to showing up to the track. These highly dedicated and educated engineers, along with input from the pit crews and drivers, study each of the racetrack's unique characteristics. They design and build the race car so it has the best opportunity to achieve a successful outcome at each venue. Carefully planning out each detail of what it takes to equip the mechanics, pit crews, car, driver, and team leaders at the Speedway, no detail is left to chance. If the job is to change a tire and the wrong air gun's there, the race is lost. A sign hangs in the garage, the race is won or lost in the pits. To be the fastest in the pits, I watch as a team trains again to be sure each of the pit crew members not only performs their function, but coordinates seamlessly with the others. What impresses me is each guy focuses on being the best at his task and completely relies on his fellow pit crew to do their best. They are, however, each aware of the entire environment around them, ready to jump in and recover a wayward tire if necessary for the good of the team. John tells me he's already envisioned each move before he clears the wall and rushes towards the car. NASCAR shows me how training is necessary to successfully implement the course. Envisioning the goal is an important part of the training. Overhearing a couple of mechanics in the garage laughing as they remember some of the funny things that surprised them when testing this year's car for the Auto Club 500. I ask, how often do you test the car before it's run? He says a few hundred times, right up until the start of the race. <laughs> These guys at the top of their game are always testing and improving on their plan. Next is a trip to the inspection station. One by one, the cars are run through a narrow one-stall garage that looks similar to a coin-operated car wash. The only difference here is that a series of micrometer gauges Hover over the roof, the hood, the sides, and the spoilers, precisely measuring all aspects of the race car to verify it meets the strict standards of NASCAR. I'm impressed by the exactness that is employed to ensure the values of design are met. I wonder, are the core values of my life adhered to at the same level of dedication and strictness as I enter the race of a new venture? NASCAR teaches me commitment to and protection of a set of values is important. The excitement builds standing in the pits as drivers fire up the engines after the loudspeaker commands. The deafening roar, thunder, and anticipation of what's next is overwhelming as the long line of warriors leave the pit area single file towards the starting line. Everything is planned, every contingency addressed, the training complete, and the competition begins with the waving of a green flag as cars race by 
at nearly 200 miles an hour. 45 laps into the race, there's a crash in turn four. Even with all the design, preparation, testing, and training, something happens. This is not in the plan. The crews hustle as their car limps into the pit area, passes through the open gate, and drives directly through the garage. The driver, feeling guilty, doubting his actions, and disappointed, is out of the car. But he's not alone. The crew jumps in to repair the damage as quickly as possible. The goal is to re-enter the race. This wreck reminds me of the people who surround our family during the wrecks in our life. Building the right support team is as important as having a great crew in the garage. NASCAR gives me affirmation that we are not to tackle the race alone. At times, you have to leave the race to rebuild the car. You cannot continue to run well with broken parts. Just as the crew determines what happened and how to avoid it in the future, we need to address what happens in our life. There's an old saying, if you do not confront and resolve what wounds you, you'll spend the rest of your life bleeding on those who are around you. Watching the mechanics at work, they find the reason for the wreck, take action to resolve it, patch the body up, and do not dwell or complain to everyone. Their focus is directed to re-entering the race. This lesson has played a huge role in the establishment of this station, 21.6, the net. As a new venture, we've had a lot of wrecks. We take time from the race to rebuild, analyze the cause, allow the input of friends, experts, and audience, learn from it, implement changes, and then re-enter the race, focused on the task of reaching our goals. On last week's program, my friend Tim Durkin shared, champions' attitudes are, we either win or learn from the race. Far too often, we look at the unplanned wrecks as failures. Yes, NASCAR is a lot like life. In implementing any course we embark on, preparation, training, testing, commitment to values, taking time to rebuild and getting back into the race are all the necessary parts of achieving our goals. And now, as you embark on implementing your new course, Driver, start your engines. This is Ranger Ron feeding East Texas wisdom to a hungry herd around the world. There's a new kind of wisdom being disposed. I guess time never stands. So, uh, Coach, as uh, as Rancher Ron's segment was going there about NASCAR, uh, incredible stuff, uh, Ron, which is great. I see Jason Flaker joined. And Go Bears. Uh, oh, who's in first right now? <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Isn't that right? interesting? Uh, the best a, a possible turnout. Jason was one of my athletes. Diehard Green Bay fan. Green Bay ties Minnesota. Bears are in first. Season ends today. Uh, that's why I say now all of, all of Chicago is like Bears are in the Super Bowl. Here we go. <laughs> They've won two games. <laughs> Here we go. The Bears are in. Yeah, last night they struggled against the worst team in football to pull that's that off. Well, uh, Browns are probably worse, but I mean. 
Well, that's the uh, Cardinals haven't won a game hey, around town. Yeah. So. I try not to judge. But the Lions, they, well, that's uh, that's on the bump on Wednesdays. Uh, <laughs> tune in for our sports show on the bump. It'll be good. Tobin Soik, how are you, brother? Hopefully everything's all well down in Florida. Uh, glad to have you with us this morning, bright and early. Uh, good stuff by, by Rancher Ron, of course. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the guy just never stops to, never, never ceases to amaze me. And uh, everything that he had there right on right on point which is which is excellent of course we're talking about taking the right course of action or the correct course of action let's put it that way the correct course of action how you take the correct course of action and uh and and of course we've got a studio full we got one other good looking ball guy which we appreciate that coach washington thank uh, you so much thank and uh, you. Oh my gosh. and miss <laughs> uh, miss rj we're glad you're not i'm just saying i'm, <laughs> I'm happy i'm not too <laughs> Uh, but Coach AP, we got a little work to do over there with you yet. Uh, <laughs> we gonna get him. We gonna get him. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, and and of course, y'all are from where? I'm originally from Michigan, um, what, and split Louisiana. What part of Michigan? Uh, Auburn Hills, Little oh Pontiac, Auburn Hills. Oh yeah, right out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then uh, Jonesville, Louisiana. That's a good. That's a good deal right there. Is that by Youngsville? <laughs> Uh, no, it's by uh, Natchez, Mississippi. Jonesville, okay. it's over, it's, it's just across the way from Smithville. Oh, it's, it ended at Ville. I, I figured they had to be close. Oh, <laughs> uh, they have to. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> my, uh, my brother-in-law lives in Youngsville, by Lafayette. Okay. La- Lafayette. That's La- it. And, and La- Coach La- Rush, La- I heard La- you say La- Indiana. Indiana. I'm from Indianapolis. 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 <laughs> the city, right? They know a little bit about basketball over there. Uh, they do. <laughs> they do. Coach Shooter's head coach. Okay, right? <laughs> I, I, well, we can talk about Reggie's shot. I don't. I don't understand how that went in, but that guy never missed. It was incredible. Uh, and AP. I'm originally from Ecuador, uh, but grew up in Chicago. Nice, nice Ecuador. That's somewhere over uh, around uh, Georgia. Well, I don't. I'm not good with math. South America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm I was, I was. I was. I was never good with geometry. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but uh, what a, what a great morning as we're talking about taking the correct course of action. And I feel good, Coach Papa, because I uh, feel good. Uh, you took the correct course of action getting these folks here this morning, uh, which is which is great, which makes this show incredible. So, uh, way to take the correct course of action, Wunsch. You're welcome. Uh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Coach got it. That's it. Right. Coach Coach took the correct course of action here. I didn't know he was bringing RJ in. That's a good move on your part. <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring the whole crew. Right? That's it. Crew. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, I didn't hear what he said yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to the other game. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go. You're just not lying to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're glad you're here. It was, it was a pleasant <laughs> surprise. Man. That was good. Uh, I mean, you know, now I've got to come up with all new questions. So, uh, oh, wait, wait, hey, wait, put you back on the spot. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I got to make a halftime adjustment. Is I got. No. <laughs> that is it. Uh, and and we're talking about taking the correct course of action, Coach. Um, as uh, Coach Papa, as I'm I'm looking again, all three people are like, yeah, well, okay. <laughs> uh, Coach Papa. Uh, there's been there's been several uh, several times um, in in the in the just near near past uh, a, as as we have put this this corporation together and we have um, really got this station off rocking and rolling um, that. Um, there's been opportunities for us to take the wrong or the non-correct course of action. Uh, it, how do how do you how do we stay on task? Uh, we listen to Ron. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> amen. <laughs> Truthfully, you know, in, you know, in all in all fairness, Ron is a uh, he is the calming force, uh, but behind us, uh, 
Kent and I are kind of, uh, oh, look, let's go that way. Right. And I was like, well. Yeah. Why? Uh, and then we're like, oh, okay. Uh, we've got some courses of action we've been selecting uh, coming up, mm-hmm. I think, that we'll make some announcements in the yeah. near future. But everything that we do includes a lot of time and discussion, and and then w- we get to a point of, of taking action. Yeah. Go ahead and ask him for what you want. Hey man, just do it. It's okay. <laughs> just say, hey, man, grab that for me. What's going no, on? No, I was net. I was doing his cut. That's what I meant. Oh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> After all of that. <laughs> 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 no, no. Oh, we're at the top of the hour. It is time for our pause for the cause. Let's see here. Pause for the cause. Well, uh, let me get that read up to you. And I'm slow on the draw today, folks. I, I apologize. Monday. Uh, well, I do this every Monday. That's a bad <laughs> thing. <laughs> I only got one game a week, and it's Monday morning. Uh, you'd think I'd have that uh, figured out by now. Uh, the coach is like, hey, you know what? It's pause for the cause. So here we go. Uh, 21-6 The Net has designated CASA, court-appointed special advocates, as its pause for the cause. CASA trains, supervises, and encourages volunteers to supply court-appointed special advocacy for every abused child whose parents enter the legal system. CASA volunteers serve as the eyes and ears for the judge in child welfare cases. Through regular visits and researching each child's specific needs, our volunteers make objective recommendations to the judge in the best interests of the child. The CASA presence is frequently the only stable force in those children's lives as they navigate the foster care system. Uh, And coach, best yet, the child gets a personal attention because most CASA volunteers work on only one case at a time. Uh, approximately 30% of the funding needed for these services is provided by donations by people just like all of us right here. Contact a CASA office to inquire how you can best apply your time, talents, treasures, or any combination of these uh, to send a child on a new beginning. New volunteers are always needed as our communities grow. Experience the reward of seeing your efforts making a huge difference in a child's life. Call the two CASAs represented uh, by 216 The Nets Studio North and Studio South locations. Casa of McHenry County for Studio North, McHenry, Illinois, 815 363 or Casa or uh, for Studio South, our Hunt County, Texas Casa, Casa for Hunt County, 903-450-4410, Casa And that is the pause for the cause right there uh and then yeah you were saying do you remember what segment is next now uh (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's slow and it's getting there uh but yeah let's let's see if we can find uh the intro for that as well uh let's see what this does Coach's Cadence, so listen up. Oh, now here's a uh, here's a poem today that was uh, <laughs> you know it's kind of special. It's the right environment, I think, uh, because you know there's a, there's an individual uh, job that half the people hate you, no matter how good a job you do, uh-huh. and that's the referee. <laughs> hey, ref, didn't you see that muggin? He made a fist and hit me just like that. Well, I guess you probably didn't see it. You couldn't get there because you are so doggone fat. 
Now, Raph, what about that travel? Gosh, you walked halfway from here to Tennessee. You had to put that pee back in your whistle. What do you mean you're giving me a tease? Hey, player, want a little cheese with your wine? How about you shut up and play the game? If you use the talent that God gave you, you may find you'll never play the same. So you just dribble, shoot, and rebound. I'll make the calls that I see. While you, my friend, are playing, I am getting paid to referee <laughs> the coach. Hey, ref, free eye exams at Walmart with <laughs> discounts on your favorite frames. And if you get some glasses, then we might both be seeing the same game. And ref, while you're there at Walmart, you really ought to stop and look in the literary section to see if you can buy a rule book. <laughs> hey, coach, want a little cheese with your wine? How about you shut up and coach the game? <laughs> if you coach the talent that God gave you, you may find they'll never look the same. So you just sit there nice and quiet. I'll make the calls that I see. While you, my friend, are coaching, I am getting paid to referee. And all the fans have got to get involved. Hey, ref, where'd you get your license? At some school for the blind. If all the calls were equal, we probably wouldn't really seem to mind. But all the calls are going their way. We can't seem to catch a break. The only reason that they're winning is all of you zebras are on the take. Hey, fans, want a little cheese with your wine? How about you shut up and watch the game? If you watch the talent that God put here, you may find they'll never look the same. So you just root and cheer and holler. I'll make the calls that I see. While you, my friend, paid to get here, I am getting paid to referee. Not enough to put up with fools like you, coaches and players and fans, but I am getting paid to referee. <laughs> Look at that right there. A little golf clap for that. <laughs> very well. You know, and, and, and while I, I say that, um, the one thing that you very seldom see me do until my players are in danger is argue with the referee. Um, and I know there's a certain amount of gamemanship that needs to be done in the process, but I have found that my amount of conflict with the has never changed their mind. <laughs> it makes it work. <laughs> it, it makes it work. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll have a conversation with them, very respectful, all the time respectful, and then when that key call comes at that key point in the game, I know which way the call is going. It's like arguing uh, with a teacher. Look, we're going to all take a look at Coach Washington on this. <laughs> and then, and, then <laughs> and, and, and here's his, res here's his response. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's one of those things what you know but what you can't help is the chemicals that load your body when you're coaching when you're sure. a fan unless you have read the book mm -hmm. chemical brain freeze uh you don't understand how to control that and uh i make all my parents read it I, you know i read it and act on it all the time uh chuck inman the author of the book actually has a show on our station now mm -hmm. um and it's it's powerful powerful stuff but it teaches that that guy how to how to calm down and stay present in the situation. You know, how many times have you done something that uh, as soon as you're done, you're like, man, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. uh, are we talking this morning? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking the last 10 minutes. That is it. All right, so as Coach was saying there, right after that, uh, Coach's cadence is, uh, of course, we've got two ball, ball guys, guys with, with Rancher Ron. Ron. Uh, every morning from six, uh, every Monday morning from six a.m. to nine a.m. Right on our heels is uh, Pete talks jobs. Pete talks jobs nine to ten a.m. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, and then uh, Adventures of Unstructured Time Chuck with Inman and Ron, Ron Hostry from eleven to noon on 
on Mondays. Uh, their new shows uh, air, which is fantastic. Well, then uh, uh, the all, uh, the uh, uh, Let's Go Racing comes in uh, on Mondays from 5 racing. to 6. Hey, and, and today you're going to want to tune in. Tony Stewart is going to be on today, uh, hopefully. There, yeah, uh, they've got we'll him put on. A hopefully he's on the uh, on the schedule. There's the crickets. Yeah, yeah there's crickets. Uh, yeah, it wasn't you. Is that Coach Washington? And then from 6 to 9, of course, uh, the Slang and Hope Radio, re part of the Recovery Nation, which is out there, which is fantastic. Uh, Tuesdays, uh, right, ar right around yet. noon. Uh, These guys. Not done yet with uh, Robbie Robinson and Tom Sellers, uh, two uh, cancer survivors talking about that bad C word, uh, you know, fighting cancer. Yeah, but they are, you talk about two incredible guys yep. who are, you know, they're currently winning their battle and they're just encouraging everybody who's in the fight against cancer. You know, we talk about that referee's call that seems so important and we're looking at a guy whose throat just, you know, got fired up with cancer. Yep. Oh man, how important was it? That's it. Uh, and then, of course, uh, from 7 to 8 on uh, Tuesday evenings, the deep dive with Nick Espinoza. Nick Espinoza, all things cybersecurity. This guy, uh, how he gets his information two is TED amazing talks. to me. He's done two TED Talks. He writes for Forbes magazine. Uh, I just saw him. Uh, he was at a conference with the former Secretary of State. I mean, this guy is everywhere. Uh, it's amazing. We're blessed to have him. Uh, but uh, if you ever want to know how to protect yourself by, by any cybersecurity threat, tune in from 7 to 8 on Tuesdays and listen to the deep dive with Nick Espinoza. Wednesdays, uh, we had got pretty well free up until 7 p.m. when that is the best sports show at least on this station, <laughs> uh, is on the air. On the, on bump, the bump with Young and Marshall. These guys, uh, it's a great sports show, so we can maybe you know get them talking a little bit about Viper basketball as well. Uh, and one of the guys is a referee, uh, IHSA, right? So we'll have to get him <laughs> some The first time I had, he missed a, a call. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> never let him forget it. And oh. uh, but it's just like uh, it's like you uh, and your neighbor just sitting in the garage having a couple beers, talking sports. Really, nothing to it other than they talk sports for a couple hours, which is absolutely fantastic. Thursday morning at nine thirty, from nine thirty to ten thirty, the beautifully broken ministries, Don Stewart and the gang, uh, with uh, be encouraged. Be encouraged. Wow, what a great show that is. Uh, These girls, uh, you know, they come on. Beautifully Broken Ministries yeah. is about women who have been through challenges, uh, you know, the abortion rate, divorce, whatever it is. Mental, it's physical, yeah. Mental addictions who just uh, think that they can't go on or they're not beautiful. And, and my daughter's in ministry at the chapel in Grace Lake, and she just, uh, her and her team remind these women, you're a beautiful woman, you're children of God, and they do a great job with it. Yep. And then from 4 to 5, Damon K. Ross, always, always believe, in, believe you. in you. show is geared all towards uh, people uh, who work with youth, uh, who who give their energy to work with youth and how to inspire them and keep them on the right track. And give their sanity uh, to work with youth. Again, probably one of my favorites. Uh, that might be my favorite show on, on this station because uh, he does such a good job there uh, and just has some out dynamic, dynamic guests, which is great. Uh, and then Friday, right now, we're looking for good content. And somebody with a, a good show, we would love to have uh, on there with us on Friday because we got Friday wide open. You know who just checked in? No. Peter Galt. Pete, how are you? Pete good talks morning. jobs. Pete talks jobs. Uh, Jerry Carl, good morning. Bill Murphy, good morning. Uh, <laughs> Jason, uh, this is a, as we talk about the correct course of action, Jason Flaker says, uh, I know not everyone does it. But I don't like all the flopping that goes on in basketball. 
agree. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that something you coach? Uh, uh, don't you have a whole <laughs> session on flopping? Yeah, on coach? the proper way to flop. I do not like flopping at all. Oh, I, I hate it. it. <laughs> so I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, you'll appreciate this, right? Uh, is uh, I got, uh, we were playing, we were playing Viterbo up there in uh, in lacrosse, right? Is that where they're at? Yeah. And uh, they had a 6'8 All-American, and this guy was great. He was huge, right? He was he built like you, big guy, 6'8. And I got hung up on a switch, right? Now, keep in mind, when I played, you know, I was 165 pounds, and I got caught up on a switch. And uh, uh, they, you know, he, he puts me down on, on the block, and, and they give him the ball. As soon as he catches the ball, I flop like magic. Whoa! <laughs> I just flop like magic. He drops steps and throws it down on me. <laughs> I have two hands. The ball was like, boom, head right by my head. And he looked at me. I'm like, that was a real good dunk right there. <laughs> That's all I could say. <laughs> my team was on the floor. They were they were laughing so hard because uh, and the ref just kind of looked at me like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I was hoping he wasn't going to land on Into the microphone is always good, Coach. We're on uh, radio. I was hoping he wasn't going to land on right, me. Right, right. Uh, Worst dunk? Uh, anybody ever dunk on you? Uh, in all honesty, no. Um, it's been close. But, uh, <laughs> I ran. No. <laughs> no thankfully, they missed. Uh, <laughs> I remember uh, it was in the league, uh, high school league, uh, and it was Harrison Barnes. Oh. Um, just a massive guy. Yes. Uh, he was just back in the day, flying like nothing. Uh, so it was close, but. Thankfully, no, nobody's dunked on me yet. There you go. Uh, Mike Babich, good morning. Uh, glad to have you with us. Tom Allen as well. Glad to have you with us, which is great. Uh, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to goof that up. Uh, we got a fan for the Vipers. Esmeralda? Ana, hi, Leandro. Hi, Esme. <laughs> all right, beautiful. Mike, Mike. <laughs> that is good. All right. So as we, uh, before, before the Rancher Ron segment, Coach Papa, I said we were going to talk about what? And that is not the right course of action. There. <laughs> right. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about because you're the programming specialist. All right. We're talking about the correct course of action. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, now, in, in, every, in every scenario, uh, especially with pro sports or if you just own a business, I mean, you run a business. Own mm -hmm. it, you're the owner too, yeah? Right. right. Mm -hmm. So you own it, run it. Um, so on a, on a business side, I'll talk to you. On uh, a coach's side, I'll talk to you too, and then just on life side, I'll talk with you, Papa. Uh, but um, there are there are several uh, correct courses of action, and as we touched a little bit, um, there are opportunities that pop up and little shiny things, which I I'll say jump here and here and here. Um, how do you weigh that out to know? Do I chase after that shiny? object mm -hmm. uh, and and is that the correct course or do i do i maintain the course that i'm on right now um from an owner's perspective yeah i probably would say you will maintain the course i mean i've received man more than six offers for people to purchase the vipers um and i mean obviously if i was going after the shiny things i would have took the offers um, sure well i would say like the minimum offer was like two hundred and eighty thousand. And uh, I declined it because uh, to me it's not about, um, as you would say, the shiny things. It's about the mm -hmm. overall goal. Well, that's that's interesting, right? Because business owners, uh, when you when you own a business, it's it, you, 
you know, the, I always say the Subway uh, franchisee doesn't make money making sandwiches. Right. He makes money building that business, and then it's the exit strategy where they make their money, right? right? So, I mean, y that's a pretty, I mean, that's a pretty good chunk of change coming at you. Mm -hmm. um, and, and how do you deter yourself from saying, whoo-hoo, <laughs> yeah, I'll take that, and then I'll go over here and do it again? Y it's, it's a tough thing, I would guess. I mean, it is, um, but I would say that uh, for all my employees, I've pretty much made a pact with them that uh, we have a five-year goal. We have a retirement goal. Holy Lord. <laughs> Jeez. It's like working with Lucille Ball. I don't know. Goodness sakes. <laughs> hey, Coach AP, Lucille Ball was this. Uh, uh <laughs> Let me help you out. You might be a little young. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But um, we just uh, we, we have goals, you know, um, they are aware of the vision. They're aware of the plan uh -huh. um, for all of my employees. They're aware of the vision, aware of the plan. So um, I would I would feel like I'm serving them no justice uh, by me taking a buyout. That would mean that would mean that it's about me and we're not uh, it's not about me. We're a family. Um, we already have established that we're a family. We all have um, retirement goals futuristically. I mean, I'm only 32. I plan to retire hopefully by right. the time I'm 37. So <laughs> I'm not trying to, uh, you know. Continue <laughs> I got I got whiskers older than you. It's <laughs> crazy. I'm not right. trying to snip. God love you. <laughs> <laughs> you are incredible. That's awesome. Uh, however, all right. Uh, let's say that uh, you know um, Reinsdorf comes to you and says, "Yeah, I like this. Here's a here's a half a billion dollars." Um, only if my team can go. Like if if you know if it was yeah, an offer for uh, me to go to the Bulls, which. I cannot confirm nor deny if those conversations <laughs> right. have existed. Yeah, I'm making but this up, right? I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> but uh, if they were to happen, then uh, my team has to come with me. Um, obviously, we're this fruitful and productive right now because right. of who's around and who's uh, a part of the turning wheels of the clock. So uh, they would have to go. That's incredible, Miss RJ. That is that is it. And that's got to make you guys feel good, too, right? Yes. And then, and at that time, you go. Uh, I need a raise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That course of action. Please. Now you can remove your foot from my neck. That's it. Uh, so uh, on a on a coach's perspective, um, it happens all the time, right? Especially in game <laughs> situations. In game situations, uh, you you go in with a game plan. You've prepared all week, uh, or at least a couple of days. You're playing a couple of games a week. And and uh, you know you've prepared for this team, and all of a sudden there are there's a little shiny object like oh my gosh we've got to go over here now. Uh, do do how do you weigh that out? What what is that kind of that thought process that you go through to say uh, no we yeah listen uh, I don't need to make <coughs> an adjustment right now. Let's keep working with what what we're doing. Like I said before, I'm kind of stubborn, so <laughs> right. <laughs> so you stay the course. Work. Yeah. Do you, do you even look at it or talk about it or look at it, you know, or, or is that uh, just okay? Coach AP is like, hey, we need to pep it up, you know, we, uh, we need to now uh, throw in a motion offense or whatever. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there because well maybe a lot of our, our listeners don't, don't quite understand basketball terminology. But um, uh, so he sees a shiny thing and says, hey, maybe we should, we, we should look at that. That's when Coach Adrian tapped me on the shoulder, like, hey, Coach, it's time to <laughs> change it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I trust you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Coach, they scored 23 in a row. Uh. <laughs> I'm calling a timeout at the six. <laughs> yeah. Lord, man. Uh. I'm trying to read what Mike was saying. You can talk, Coach. This is part well, of your Mike show, Mike says RJ is the best business owner in the, in, in the <laughs> industry. Yeah, Thanks. he does an awesome Thanks. job. Uh, he's not sure. Yeah. He's, he's the referee, so he's not 
sure about Coach Washington yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Uh, so so uh, we've got two people who, who stick the course, mm-hmm. okay? Coach AP, what do you do? You stick the course? You go after the shiny thing? Do you, do you just take a few steps over to, to see what the shiny thing is? Uh, or or in, uh, as, as some people call it, a squirrel, and you go chase that squirrel? Mm-hmm. What, what do you do? Um, I think I take it a little bit of both, um, but mainly sticking uh, on the right course. Um, as a team, of course, we all want to get the, the shiny thing, uh, but we can't get to the shiny thing without going through the course. Nice. So you got to trust. You got to trust your 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 game plan. You got to trust that the the course of action that you are currently on then is is the right course of action. Exactly. And how do you know? Brilliant. I'm good on it. Everything is clicking. The wind. Right. So, 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 H- how do you know when it's the right time to shoot? When, when you got the ball in your hands, how do you know it's the right time to shoot? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you feel it, right? Yeah. yeah you just Life <laughs> is much the same way. And I go back to what I said earlier. A lot of times we, we doubt. We have the ball in our hand and we hesitate. Uh, you know, and, and instead, if, y- if you feel it, you shoot it. Now, you miss it, you get a lot of haters in the audience. But if you make it, they're like, yeah, I knew it was going in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Same, it, same in business, same in choices. You'll know when it's right. So uh, when, you, when you take a look at, at your style, um, Coach and I, uh, some people say, oh, you guys procrastinate. <laughs> the problem is, is Coach and I like the ball in our hands in the last 10 seconds. Uh, so it's not it's not about procrastinating. <laughs> it's about getting the job done in crunch time. <laughs> that's what I tell. That's what I continually tell myself and my children. I'm like, I'll get to it. Well, I, it'll, uh, the project will be done right now. As a, as an employer, uh, employers don't necessarily like that. Like, well. no, actually, that's funny because I that's actually how I run my business. Is that right? And they always tell me like. Well, especially for him, he's like, well, you should just go ahead and do this, and we need to do that, and we need to add this, and you need to remove that. And I'm like, I will eventually. Just get this. You can't allude to the fact I missed the meeting on Friday. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> oh, I, I had Frank and I, who, who runs that particular meeting, mm-hmm. bowl together on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we got to talking about this, this video, that the video is all done. We just need to put the voiceover together to a little marketing video. And uh, he says, I'm supposed to give you a deadline. Kent says, you work better with deadlines. Oh, it's true. Wow. It's true. true. That's, yeah. uh, that's, you know. That's actually knowing the person you work with, though. Right. That's actually a smart. But now I figured out, he gives me deadlines that aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> Got to add the pressure. I that's him putting the foot in it. Because he knows <laughs> I'm, g- I'm going to miss it, like, twice. Mm-hmm. You know, all right, I'm, I'm going to give him three deadlines. This mm-hmm. one, he'll miss that one. That one, he'll <laughs> miss that. But he'll get it th- the third time. Hey, it ain't my reputation out there. Oh. Uh, I didn't say I was going to make those videos, right? <laughs> uh, so the... And that's an interesting thing, right? And, uh, and you got to kind of know your 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 staff and and who you go. There's a great book out there, the uh, the E Myth. I don't know if you've read that. Yeah, I've heard of it. Uh, the E Myth is is uh, about somebody who does something really well, right? So, uh, and I'll I'll use Michael Jordan, uh, one of the best all time players, right? One of the best. Uh, and and we'll take Magic Johnson, who's who's my hero, right? And and. Uh, the E myth is Magic's like I'm a good player. I can be a good coach. Mm. 
not so much, right? <laughs> that it was a good experiment and it was fun for a little while, yeah. and, but not not quite a good coach. So it's taking somebody who's very passionate about or very good in their in their field, and then uh, like a like a plumber, it, you could have a really good plumber, and then all of a sudden this guy goes, "I'm going to start my own business." Has no idea about business. Has right. no idea how to run a business, right? right? So that would be like uh, being a great coach and going, "I could do her job," mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because I'm a good coach and I understand basketball. Well, there's different intricacies that go on. And it talks about uh, three different types of people in this book. You have the entrepreneur. That's the business mind, the people who kind of think business. There's the manager who understands the flows and, and, and schemes and how to get it done. And then there's the technicians where you say, here's what we got to do by when we got to do it. And they go get it. And, get, and, and they, you, don't, you don't necessarily give them a set of rules, but you're like, this is what we got to do. And they go get it. And with with our with our corporation, that's how we figured it out. It, uh, Ron, as he said, is uh, he's Ron is is a, an, an incredible businessman. He's he's owned a a, 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 manu- a a mattress manufacturing company. He was a mayor of Tustin, California. Mm-hmm. Coach and I know. Hey, that's the lane. That's his lane. He's the entrepreneur, right? He, he has hair. Yeah, <laughs> and he's got hair. Uh, now all my life, I've been in management, and, and I understand schemes and deadlines and things like that. And Coach is our technician. He sets all this stuff up, and and, and he he and I will always joke that, that we're the retrievers. You throw a stick out there, we'll go get it. And we'll push the boundaries. We'll get out of the box. We don't care. Uh, you know, so Coach is our technician, and, and he's that guy who – uh, I- anytime you need something, he it, it, honestly, you've been working with him for a little while. He knows everybody. Mm-hmm. It, it, I've been there with him, and like and we, we bring somebody up, and he's like, "Oh, just a minute," and he yeah, calls him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> is the governor busy? Right. right. So, so he's he's that technician. And the neat thing is, is it's ev- it, I always think, and, and I love what you guys say to stick that to stick to the course. I love what you say, and as an assistant coach, I, that's why I love assistant coaching sometimes too, because you can look at the game differently and and look at what's going on and and run over there and scratch the little shiny thing, look at it, and maybe bring it back if you think uh, if you think it's good. So I I love that you do that. I think that's great. But I love too that y'all y'all are like, listen, here's the game plan, and and, and I know the enemy is going to throw a lot of lot of oh, yeah. obstacles at me, and, and and try to get me to get off. Uh, of this because I'm making great things happen and I'm changing lives and I'm I'm changing the world that I live in, well, I think is fantastic, mm-hmm. uh, it w- which is cool. But for us I- in in our corporation, we understand if, if one of us gets out of our lane, mm-hmm. the other two have to pull them back in, mm-hmm. right? Uh, does that go on a lot in in, in your organization? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, she did. If she you could have been on this side of that look, she just looked at <laughs> Coach no. Washington. <laughs> no, I got um, caught that look, and I got scared. <laughs> no, I think that um, we do, um, but I mean, we're human, so there's a lot of uh, great potential for the organization. So everyone wants to um, yeah. add on that new innovative thing to the organization. Uh, so we do sometimes. Uh, you know, we strayed away from the overall goal that that is given from. The higher ups, right? <laughs> but we come back and we bring it back to course again. He's like the calm to the to the storm. I see that. That's he'll right. come he's in and got be a like, great aura. Like yeah. RJ is going to flip. <laughs> so right. Um. But yeah, I mean, Coach Washington is also uh, the vice president of the Viper Youth Sports Academy. So he's like the person implementing like a lot of like the you know like the bitty ball leagues, uh, kindergarten leagues. Good for him. Yeah. Um, we just that's where it starts. A, that's yeah, right. we just put a kindergarten league and a bitty ball league in um in Round Lake. 
and uh, hopefully by 2019 we'll have a successful facility. Um, and then, you know, that's kind of really our focus. But then Washington will say, like, hey, you should just, like, build, like, a whole summer bash. <laughs> and we're like, what? We're, like, two days away from the season. Like, we can't do that. <laughs> but other than that, like, I think we all we pretty much all stay the same. So the other thing that I'll do, uh, we've got a good friend of the show. He hasn't punched on here yet. But Romy Johnson, he owns uh, Brew City Hustle AAU mm-hmm. up in Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, but, and, he, and he goes uh, and he worked in China all okay. summer. Uh, teaching basketball skills and teaching and things mm. like that. So that'd be a, a good connection that we'll, we'll hook you guys up with him too uh, because he's just doing phenomenal, phenomenal things. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice, I- at least somebody good to know, I think, right? Sure. Um, you got look like you're going to say something. Oh, it was a long time ago. I had something important to say, but, uh, you know, flash <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to get him uh, his memories as long as his hair. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you got to. Like she's giving me like three ahs today. Know, you don't know. <laughs> you wait. Yeah. Hey, we'll 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 talk midway through the season. <laughs> Just compare notes. We, we I, when I go on vacation quite often, I will remote broadcast. I was on a cruise in uh, the Cayman Islands and on the radio. I was okay. in Texas on the radio, uh, and my wife is all the time like. You always seem to do that, and then she finally goes, "You have to be on. They wouldn't have anybody to pick on if you weren't Aww. there." Yeah. <laughs> Why is everybody always <laughs> picking Charlie on? Brown? That's the Everly Brothers. That's a <laughs> another <laughs> old one. Uh, you could you could probably YouTube them. Uh, and uh, Pete Schmidt, <laughs> good morning. That guy, author and uh, triathlete. Oh, uh, wow. That guy is phenomenal, and he's only got one uh, one hand. Para alligator para athlete, it. right? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. nah, he's uh, he's amazing. Been a yep. guest on the show and just a wonderful, wonderful yeah. guy. Doing good things to change the world, which is in- incredible. Of course, uh, the uh, the good-looking people here in studio with us and those sensational voices that you hear that are not mine or uh, Coach Papa's. Uh, tell us who you are, the club you're with, and how we can get in touch with you. Uh, R.J. White, uh, owner of Vipers Pro Basketball, um, VipersProBasketball.com. Coach Washington, head coach of <laughs> Vipers Pro Basketball, and we just is VipersProBasketball.com. Nice. <laughs> coach AP, assistant coach for the Vipers Pro Basketball. Nice. That's it. Come on, man. It's, it's early, ain't it, bro? He's like, dang. Right. <laughs> what are y'all? What are y'all? What are all your boys back at uh, St. Ambrose gonna say? They listen to this. <laughs> They're out there listening to this. They're gonna be like, "Come on, are you? come on, man, you can't do this. Come on, AP. get an apple, get an orange, not get a pear." That's right. Oh, hey, ow! There you go. Nice. Uh, and 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 we had these guys come in because it's a new club. Is right. It's uh just about a year old now. Um, or is it a little bit older? We founded in 2014. Okay, um, so so that's more than a year. Yeah. Well, you know, we had a we had a unique first year. We had probably I would say like the first worst our our, <laughs> our first year was the worst year in our um, franchise history, predominantly to the fact that uh, we probably got a call in like three months before we were able to start the season. Okay. And we didn't have any jerseys. Like we barely had players. Right. So we had like these iron-on jerseys for like our logo. It was all bad. <laughs> And then, you know, year two, uh, we started to change things around the fact we made it to the regional um, finals. Nice. And then uh, year three, um, we were working on our record, but we got, like, record-breaking numbers for attendance, and uh, we hit $193 million in analytics. Nice. And uh, we're just now going into year four with, uh, I would say, probably all the missing pieces to the puzzle from the years prior. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's a missing link. Or I'm the puzzle, one of the other. You pulled that over while she was talking. You must have had a thought. Nah, go. Nah, all right. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you. That's it. Uh, and uh, and so so four years. We're four years into this journey, mm-hmm. and and we're we're putting together a sensational team. Now, uh, you've been coached the whole four years. Uh, two. Two. This will be my third year. Yeah. Second. Year is this second or third year? This is my second year. Okay. So this is your I'll second year. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about that. <laughs> All right, so uh, it's a new club. Mm-hmm. You you you've been coaching for how long? Basketball. Ooh, I've been coaching since I was twenty four. I'm thirty four now. Gotcha. So ten love, years. Ten and then carry the one. <laughs> so ten years, and so uh, y- you're you're granted this opportunity, uh, and and it's it's a club that's new. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's it uh, <laughs> the record is. You know, average uh, for a new club, I would say, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people are like, that's that's a risk, that's a big step to take, um, mm-hmm. and and but but you felt it was right. So what what was it that that wanted th- that that you were like, this is the right course of action for my life at this time? I said to me, I was gonna take the next biggest step, and far as where I was at and where I was trying to go, it was the right situation. And being in it, as RJ told me, it's going to be a process. It's going to be tough. Just stay the course. As far as uh, the first year, it was an eye-opening experience. Second year, uh, third year, which would be this year, I understand it now. Yeah. For the first year, I was like, okay, I can do this. We're going to do it this way. Offense, offense, <laughs> offense, offense. Here we go. Plays, 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 out of bounds, plays. Then I come figure out, okay, it's all about defense. <laughs> offense ain't gonna get you so they had old saying defense wins championships is uh, like ooh yeah had a whole big binder of offensive plays so I just said you need to throw that away so basically <laughs> I finally throw that threw it away and I focus just defense because really defense if you can stop somebody you can win the game that's so true so. it's so true yeah. and uh, well every kid you know wants to play offense you know every kid wants to score they want to get the ball in the net but every shot you stop is two points for your team and when you get that mentality to them, every shot you stop is, is is a plus two. Oh yeah! And then you see the lights come on for these kids. And look what took jo- Jordan to where he, he wanted to be. And that's when he finally sat down and focused on his defense. I listened to a coach. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, meditate for a half hour and then uh, let's talk <laughs> about defense. Uh, <laughs> I always say Phil Phil didn't know the X's and O's, but he knew how to wrangle up all them egos and get them. Get them running, get them running the same direction, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so as we, as we, as uh, so, you, you're doing this. You jump on this wagon, mm-hmm. and and you're frustrated, and you're <laughs> you're an offensive guy, <laughs> and uh, and you got your the owner, mm-hmm. John, in your ear, and you're going, listen, I'll coach. Mm-hmm. You let me coach. You go run this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. Hey, yeah. we've had those conversations in our head. I get it too, right? Because uh, I, d- I deal with an owner as well. I even mm-hmm. coach with that owner, right? Mm-hmm. There are times I'm like, listen, I got this. <laughs> Come on, Eric, what's uh, going on, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and and so uh, being a good employee, yes, ma'am, I got you. You get in your car, you're like, <laughs> 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 right? Or before uh, he gets in the car. <laughs> 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 right? Hold on a minute. I got to mute it again. There you go. <laughs> 
There was a little feedback close to your uh, uh, close to your uh, uh, your your yep yep there was so go on what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> you just you know timing is everything right. He gets in his car. Most of us say, "I wish I would have said that." He says, "I wish I wouldn't have said that." <laughs> <laughs> so, so, and where I'm going with this is, as we're talking about the correct course of action, is is what's your thought press process? Uh, how do you how do you work through that when you come yeah. in with a scheme and you know and you've got this scheme and you trust yourself? And as mm-hmm. you say, it's I don't know if you're bullheaded. It's just you believe you believe in yourself and what you put together, mm-hmm. right? And and that's good for anybody, and 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 that's what I think we need to do is is be strong enough in our convictions to follow through on that course of action. But now you've got you know little little Miss yeah. R- <laughs> R- R- J chirping in here like hey you know, and and she again uh, loves the sport, understands the sport, but is looking at it from a business end, mm-hmm. and you're looking at it from a W and an L perspective, right? Yeah. So how do you wha- how do you play through that to make sure that that there's some sort of compromise <laughs> on your course of action. C- uh, effective communication. I was yeah. You about to say something? No, <laughs> I'm <laughs> fixing my mic. That's um. it. No, I'll say effective communication. Uh, I have an eye, and for the business side, she has an eye. And at times, I might look in my eyes, might be the wrong way, instead of looking at both ways. Right. So far, it's a learning process. I'm still learning. It's a learning process. I would love to hear Adrian's comment <laughs> on this, please, because it's right, marked AP. on his face at this moment. <laughs> Let's go. Um, especially <laughs> during game. Um, <laughs> RJ's trying to talk to us the whole game, but we're too, too, we're too focused. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, you're, you're grilled in. I got a question. When you're coaching a basketball game, yes, sir. can you hear anything else? Can you hear no, if you somebody's really calling your name? Uh, when I, when I, uh, the, the interesting thing, when I'm, when I'm the head coach, no. Right, because you're up, you're looking, you're in the moment, uh, and and your mind's going a thousand miles a minute. Right, uh, I don't, I can't, I can't hear the players on the bench. I can't hear uh, my wife, uh, you know, <laughs> screaming at me, uh, encouraging me. Maybe she's encouraging, right? Uh, I, and, uh, and sometimes I can't even hear the assistant coaches. Uh, however, when I'm an assistant coach. It's a different, like I said, it's a different focus, and and I and I enjoy do that because that's where you can can really coach where they come off and things like that. So I'm looking at different schemes and how somebody's, uh, you know, not getting over on on the right rotation on defense and things like that. Uh, and then you can pull that athlete over and go, okay, here you go, here you go. Also, uh, you know, especially dealing with teenage athletes and when they come off that or come off the court to be like. No, you're doing great. You're, you're doing oh great. I know. You know, hey, and you got to pump them up. So, yeah, it'd be uh, you, you can't. I agree with you. You can't when you're the head coach. John O'Sullivan has a, a, a program called ChangingTheGameProject.com. ChangingTheGameProject.com. His blogs, some of them are incredible, and there was one about uh, the parents, and and in it, it said something about, do you like being micromanaged at your job? Mm. Then why are you micromanaging your child's game? Mm. Be quiet, enjoy the game, type of type of content. I copied that. I gave a copy of it to all my parents. Mm. I had a dad come to me. He said, uh, I'm the reason you set this letter out, aren't you? And I looked right at him, and I said, Kevin, I've got to tell you, I have never heard a word a parent said on the sidelines. Oh. However... By the reaction of your children, I know you're talking to them because when I need their heads looking at me, they're looking at you. Yeah. 
and you know I need yep. to they need to work <laughs> in, inside my scheme whether you've coached them in the past or not Call them whatever lookers. it is yeah I need I need them here because your scheme doesn't fit everybody else yeah. um, and it's by changing the game project it's worth the time to uh, to sign on and, and listen to John O'Sullivan and some of his comments <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Right. So, so we're the ones who are blessed with her being in. So, Coach <laughs> AP, uh, it's same thing. So, um, you guys sit pregame. You you guys get the correct course of action, um, and and then you see uh, Coach Washington go <laughs> off to the side. And you're like, wait a minute. Uh, and and as a support person, you know your lane. You know what his lane is. Uh, how do you how do you maintain as a good support going, you know, to reel him back in or pick up where he goes and and, and say, okay, I, you know, I got to get everybody else because there are times and, and your job's uh, especially difficult because the team is now listening to you and him, and now they're going, wait a minute, that's not what we talked about in in the locker room, and so now your your entire team is going, uh-oh, how do you say, okay, we're following, we're going with him, guys, here's what we got to do. I mean, that, that, that takes some skill. Yeah, um, I guess it depends on the situation. Um, if we came with a course of action and things go south, northwest, doesn't matter, right. um, I kind of tend to, well, not kind of, but I tend to analyze how it's going. And if it's working, um, I'll make like small adjustments to it. I'll suggest uh, the adjustments to Coach Washington as well. Um, and then while the guy's sitting on the bench, I'll relay those adjustments to them before they even go into the game. So that way we can all be on the same page. Uh, as well as timeouts. Uh, mention to Coach uh, what they could be doing on the court differently or just like I said, adjustments, uh, get the whole team on the, on the same Fantastic. page. Fantastic. Fantastic. I love it. Co Coach Washington, um, do you think there will ever be a time where, uh, you know, uh, when you look at Gene Hackman's character in Hoosiers, where you walk over to the referee and say, just throw me out. <laughs> <laughs> just kick me out. I want to hey, see what he does so here. So, like, in our club, right, at the Illinois Magic, uh, somebody gets a tech, they owe somebody a steak dinner is the way we do it. Uh, <laughs> 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 he go broke, she said. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, in the ABA, their techs are pretty he hefty. Um, so we try to stay away from the techs. Yeah. The oh, yeah. Oh, is that right? If you get teed up in the pros, you, is, that, is that a fine or what? Yeah, you can oh. get, uh, I want to say it's up to 3500 $3, Good. Yeah. Good Lord. So Kevin Durant. My goodness. You gotta stay away from that if you <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, that's motivation <laughs> enough right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the question was what? Uh, did you ever want to, you know, just walk over to the referee and say, throw me out? I want to see how he handles the, <laughs> the team. I might ask Coach Agents to throw me out. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you throw me out. Now I don't want to pay that fine. Coach Agent uh, coaching, uh, he's very knowledgeable. To be at his age, knowledgeable like yeah. that, that's scary. He got some, a lot of years to do so far as me. He'd be one of the greatest coaches to keep doing what he's doing. That's awesome. Opinion. That's awesome. That feels good, right? We knew him when. Can we get an autograph now? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Should have brought my basketball. I signed that, which is great. And and now now did, uh, here's a guy who's got 10 years uh, experience on, on that sideline. 
and he's uh, he's saying that about you uh, as a young man. I mean, uh, that that just that cements your course of action, right? Of course. Um, yeah, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um, even at my age, um, I'm still learning a lot. Coach Washington and Miss RJ have both taught me a lot so mm-hmm. far, and there's still a lot more to learn. And looking forward to all of that. So what's 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 your goal? What uh, what's the end goal out of this? I mean, you want to be running the Vipers. You uh, you want to own a club. I mean, do you, what what what? You're a young guy. What is it? Here comes the bus. What's that? <laughs> no, um, no, I, I'm very loyal. Yeah. And the Vipers were the only ones that gave me an opportunity, and. Uh, I mentioned this to Coach uh, the other day. Uh, regardless of what happens, Vipers family. So um, my loyalty is with the Vipers. And it's got a big tattoo of that Viper. <laughs> on it. So listen, I know you're young. So here's here's what I'm going to do, and especially uh, pay, pay attention to Coach Papa. Uh, words are are your best uh, are your best weapon. Okay. So uh, what you should say, even if they're the only one who gave you an opportunity. Is they're the ones that gave you the best opportunity? Because then that's some leverage as we go. Uh, <laughs> because now Ms. RJ is like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> we were the only ones. I, did we yeah. do the? Was this the right yeah. course of action? Right. So no. you're like, you know, uh, during that two weeks, I had a lot of other offers, but uh, you know, and and but I, it doesn't have to be about you. basketball. I mean, maybe somebody offered you some potatoes at dinner. You know, just <laughs> it's all words. We had that conversation though. I w- I'm not going to say the acronym. Because it wasn't the NBA, but it was the NFL, right? We had an NFL team reach out to him. Wow, man, that's um, fantastic. I threatened him. No, I'm just kidding. That's right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just told him, you know, make a choice uh, that's right for you, but understand, you know, um, with the offer that comes with that, will be plenty more. When she calls and says, you might want to have somebody else start your car. <laughs> 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 you know that company car you've been driving? That's right. You might want to have somebody uh, else stop that. James, my gr- my grandson, is a phenomenal young athlete. Um, he's seventh grade. He's also a brilliant student, and he just got placed into this um, place in his school where these four or five students are now helping the school, school <laughs> 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 helping the school design the new school. They're having these seventh and eighth grade students be part of the design, That's right? Amazing. He's a, he's a m- he's a brilliant math guy, but as part of it, he has to s- do a speech. Mm. And he's scared to death. I, I see him a lot like Coach AP over here, where give me a basketball team, give me a floor, give me kids, <laughs> and give me a microphone. I'm like, well, you know. <laughs> uh, so James and I were talking, and it brought back a memory to me I didn't realize. When my daughter was going into fifth grade, mm-hmm. her first basketball experience was St. John's uh, Catholic School over here in Johnsburg, Illinois. And so they had a meeting, and all the parents came, and I'm like, yeah, my girl's going to be a basketball player. <laughs> and the athletic director stood up and said, uh, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to have a basketball team this year if we don't have a coach. Now, I had been coaching softball. I had been playing. But on, on that day, I could not stand up in front of 35 people I knew and, and say I would coach. I was so nervous. My heart, I couldn't stand in front of people and talk. But they did the used car thing, and they stared at me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I said, I'll do it, and I pointed at Tom Fowler, and I said, if he'll help. Now, Tom had retired 10 years ago. He was like 80, no, he, but he was old. <laughs> and um, yeah. But that, that was it. A few months later, Father Holdren had seen me coaching the kids, mm-hmm. and 
the cross went by, the altar service went by. Then there's a tug of my arm. He said, you're my lecture today. And he put me in front of a 1,500 people to read. And I was scared to death, but I did it. But because of that day, because of basketball, because of coaching basketball, today I've been on stage in front of thousands and thousands of people. But more importantly, my daughter has become one of the most amazing coaches in the planet. And she has changed because I stepped outside my comfort zone and said, I'll do it. And then I found out something. Microphones are cool. (laughs) (laughs) There it comes. And now, and now, it's time for rapid rapid fire. fire. Rapid fire is that part of the show where Deke gets to ask the he questions. He gets to ask all the questions. Y'all got thirty seconds to answer. Thirty seconds. At the and end of you that, don't have a clue. At the end of that thirty seconds, you'll hear this. That means time's up. <laughs> now, Rancher Ron's not here, so we won't have an example on how to keep talking past the buzzer. That's it. Rapid Fire brought to you today by the number three and the letter 14. Now, everyone stick around <laughs> as we go Rapid Fire. Rapid Fire. I think these keep getting better on the timer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and just so you know, that's not scripted, folks. That's just how good we are. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Who wants to go first? RJ. All right. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. Put her on the spot. Right. <laughs> All right. So this is a good one. So I'm going to ask the question. You've got 30 seconds to answer. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- not like think about it for 30 seconds because it's radio. That would be <laughs> dead air. It's like I'm going to give it, and your answer has to fit inside that 30 seconds. Okay. And it's all about taking the correct course of action and s- we to help some people understand what steps to take to take the best course of action. Uh, so, Miss RJ, how do you connect your values to your work? I connect my values to through to my work um, by just being me. Um, I value family, uh, my time, um, good relationships, good networking, uh, good business relationships and prosperity, and anybody that uh, assists or um, sure. interferes with that or intervenes with that. Then uh, I usually just don't communicate with them. And you bring that to the to the workplace. I bring that to the workplace. Yeah, like get rid of things that don't serve me any purpose. Um, positively. Nice, well played. <laughs> All right, Coach Washington, coming over to you with this one. In what ways can a person <laughs> discover their why or their purpose? In what ways can a person discover their why or their purpose? I say through the trials and the tribulations they've been through. So the hard times, that's part of you can teach somebody what you went through. I say that'd be my definition. Yeah. That's pretty good. And and so. Uh, not to look at that as a failure or or as a setback, a learning experience. but yeah, a learning experience mm-hmm. and a stepping stone. Yeah. And through there, you kind of uncover your why. Your, your why and your purpose. Why why you're on this team? Why you're uh, why you're doing what you do? That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's the buzzer. Nice play. Nice play. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Coach Papa, Coach Papa. Um, just shifting your why or your purpose can light your fire. Sometimes you're doing uh, things for the wrong reason, though. How do you know if you're doing that task to get it done or to learn something new? When I went to speak at a, a mixer two years ago, July, June 24th of 2016, I had no idea I was launching a radio career. Um, on, on that day, 
we met. We sat down at a coffee shop trying to figure out how this is going to work. And uh, you looked in a, a mirror and said, two ball guys and a microphone. That became the name of the original show. And then, uh, then the why was born from that. So um, just doing what I do, it popped up. And, and, you know, the why, the why, the why. You know, it's, it's all about the, the why. Gotcha. All right, Coach AP, this one's coming to you, bro. <laughs> all right. When do you know it's time to change your how? And why is that important to take the correct course of action? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> one, right? Yeah, it's a, a hard question. <laughs> so change the how. This is perfect for you, right? So you, you're going along and the game plan is just not working during the game. Yeah. Um, change the how uh, when things are not working. Um, but when things are not working, you got to find a different path. Uh, like Coach said, uh, uh, trial and error. Uh, failure is a stepping stone to su success. Um, yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, that's good. No, that's good. It's right there. I'll give you a buzzer on that one. Maybe. If I can catch it. All right, nice. All right, Mr. RJ, coming to you. Uh, here, this this would be a good one for you. But you got to try to squeeze this into 30 seconds. Okay. Um, why is it important? So why is it important to remember the feeling of taking the right course of action? You know, it's just that yes kind of feeling. Why is that important? Uh, I would say you take feelings with you farther than memories. Um, predominantly to the fact you always remember how you felt when certain things happened. Um, you have marks in anybody. Most people have marks in their life where they remember how they felt before they mm -hmm. remember the outcome. So uh, I feel like for us, for our players, that's why we have them do a lot of stuff in the community because it replaces the memory with the feeling nice. of what it means to give back. Nice. That's huge. God, that's good. Go <laughs> write that down as a great takeaway. You take your feelings further than you take your memories. I love that. Ooh, time to put that, <laughs> put that on the locker room wall. <laughs> Man, forget play like a champion. I like that one. <laughs> Coach, all right, let's see. Oh, Coach, Coach Washington. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Coach Washington. All right, so this is good for you, too. Uh, when you're dealing with players and, uh, and their egos, and, and whether it's an employee or whatever, um, how can you shift your tense? So in, uh, so in other words, uh, how do you know when to bring in past experience uh, or right here in the present or look to the future? Remember, somebody told me there's nothing new under the sun. So basically the characteristics this guy had, I probably had in the past. And how I approach him, I probably can approach him kind of in the same way. And then from there, you can see where it goes from there. Nice. So, so understanding where you've been, mm -hmm. uh, it can it can help you say, okay, hey, back then this is how I handled it. Yeah. And then, uh, or, uh, you know, you got to keep that dream out in front of you. And uh, you know, this this isn't just a stepping stone, but this is a this. Is, I mean, you're a pro athlete, so yeah. I love it. That's good. Good stuff. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Right. Uh, Coach Pos Papa. Pasta. Pa possible. <laughs> Coach Possible. All right. Coach Papa. Uh, why is a meaningful metaphor? Mm, this is a good one, too, and you only get 30 seconds. Why is a meaningful metaphor important to have when taking the correct course of action? You know, like the little engine that could. A meaningful metaphor will propagate professional performance uh, <laughs> um, because they connect people connect with 
uh, with Dr. Seuss. I could not tell you the number of times I've shown Dr. Seuss at my athletes. Uh, and, and understanding this like that, uh, I use uh, edutainment, educational entertainment with my athletes all the time. Uh, where it's, you know, get your eyes out the girl in the third row. <laughs> right? You're not going to get a date with her no matter how how, how much you can uh, kick the ball. Did how he, hard I you can did no, he, he didn't answer that question. He didn't answer that question. He's like the best politician in the world. Uh, let me just let me just talk for about 30 seconds. It'll confuse Deke. He'll be fine. Well, I got wait. Did he answer that? All right. <laughs> Coming to you, uh, kind of on that same thing, Coach AP, is uh, – uh, where did that go? Do, 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 do. Why why should you try to have a theme song for your journey? Right? So think about that. <laughs> songs can be uh can uh, express different emotions, words. Um theme songs. Wow. <laughs> what's yours? I mean when you hear it you just uh, I mean well, is it who let the dogs out? I mean what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> My name being Adrian, I get a lot the Rocky theme song. Yeah, um, yo, Adrian, yeah. get that a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, right. So what's that? What's that one song, Coach AP, that you hear? That you just like, dang, you gotta turn it up 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 to about forty in your in your in your ride. What is it? I honestly, I I mean Taylor one. Swift. I mean, you roll. Oh oh <laughs> 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 Nothing says game ready other than Taylor Swift in the locker room. I'm kidding you. All right. But that's good, right? A and, and it is. Uh, it's kind of that feeling that you were saying, uh, that, that song, every time that song comes on, right? So, so I know uh, my team won the state championship when I was a junior in high school, and there are certain songs that take me back there, mm -hmm. right? And that's why that theme song is, is important, or that one that just hears you get jacked up about it. And mm -hmm. Let's go, uh, right? I mean, think about the Bulls introduction, man. Nobody did that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but now it's like, oh, look. Right. Ah, right on cue. Look at that. How did you know? Right. <laughs> and now. Right. So, uh, and if you ever listen to that whole song, it's like an old-time rock and roll song. Yeah. Right? It's like the Doobie Brothers or somebody weird like that. I don't know what it is. Uh, all right. Miss RJ, coming to you with this one. Uh, let's see. I want to know her theme song. I got a bunch. Um, I listen to predominantly hip-hop, so... There's like a our theme song is mm -hmm. just Day Rock Wind. Day Rock Wind. I will. Unique, but <laughs> it is it. our theme song. I mean, pretty much everything I listen to is more. Um, it's so mental motivation, but um, the sense of overcoming obstacle. I listen to a lot of classic too. Surprisingly, people don't know that I, I know, like, that's like good classic. For it's good for the soul. Yeah. I love classic. Mine is uh, King of Rock. Run DMC. <laughs> love it. I'll roll that out all the time. Old yeah. school, man. I'll tell you, <laughs> old school. I love yeah, it. My, my girls look at me. My kids, my kids look at me like, <laughs> "What is this?" Yeah, my daughters do right. that all the time. My my Adidas are straight white too. I mean, <laughs> we're still okay. We're still. They got the fat laces. I'm I, all right. Anything by Garth Brooks. <laughs> yeah, Garth's always good too. All right, so Miss RJ, mm -hmm. uh, here we go. Here's a secret that once you know it can change your life. Action often comes before motivation. Mm -hmm. What does this mean when taking the correct course of action? Action always comes before motivation. I mean, you could be motivated to get out of your bed and to network or go to work, but if you never do it, you're not going anywhere. Um, I feel like action is a big step with anything that you're trying to do to progress. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we could say we're going to do something, but until we do it, we really have done nothing at all besides uh, live in the fantasy of the mind saying that we hope to get somewhere 
in which we're not even taking. I mean, even in the Bible, it says, right, you got to take yourself a step forward um, in order for, you know, you to receive help. Mm-hmm. So I would probably go with that. But uh, Absolutely. You got to nice. do something. Well played. Well played. All right. We're coming into the the last question that everybody answers this question. Same question for everybody. Even uh, yeah, even <laughs> me. I get, I, get to, I get to answer this one as well. Okay. Um, all right. Are you ready? And and listen, I'm going to tell this to Coach Papa. <laughs> Coach is Coach Papa. You can't say, well, you know what, uh, ditto what they said, right? You got to come up with your own answer. So me being the last one, it's always very tough, right? So <laughs> y'all got. Uh, uh, okay, then it's gonna, we'll put her on the grill. There we go. All right, so yours is easy, right? <laughs> yours is easy. All right, so, and this is important. I know you go through this a lot as, as a coach. Uh, why is comparing yourself to others destructive mm-hmm. when taking the correct course of action? <laughs> Take a deep breath. <laughs> Everybody has one mother. So basically, you are yourself. And basically, whatever your mother's last name, your father's last name, that's who you are. You shouldn't compare yourself to anybody else. Because basically, you have that last name. You have to live by that legacy. You can try to be like this person. It'll never work out. You'll rack your brain. Like Miss RJ always say, be yourself. And know who you are, basically. Nice. Well played. So true. That's tough, too. I mean, especially in basketball. Everybody shows up, wants to be the next LeBron James. Yeah. Come on. Come on. (laughs) All right, Coach. Question to you, Coach Papa. Why is comparing yourself to others destructive when taking the correct course of action? I want everyone else to compare themselves to me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, y- and you touched on it. You know, how many young basketball players have that? Oh, there's the next MJ. There's the next LeBron. Uh, there's the next Deke Jones. Uh, you've you've got to be yourself. You're a unique individual. Everything that you have is yours. Uh, your speed, your, your moves. Uh, everything is you. And when you try to compare yourself to someone else, you're not going to be as fast. You're going to get down. You're not going to jump as high. You're going to get down. Uh, so you just got to be you. And when you, I, I think uh, Dr. Seuss said it, uh, the the you that you are is the best you. you can we're, we're at 35 seconds. We're cutting into Miss R.J. And then. And all right. That was good. That was a good answer. That's why I, li- I was just like, I was, I was deep into it. I was like, oop, whoop, I better check the time. All right, Coach A.P., why is comparing yourself to others destructive when taking the correct course of action? It's destructive because as you're trying to work to be somebody else, you're going to lose your self-image. Mm. Um, and once you lose your self-image, it's like you're stuck. And once you get stuck, you lose motivation, and it's just downhill. Um, if you focus on yourself, you work on yourself, focus how you can better yourself uh that's when everything starts falling into place Man, that is this guy he's a silent assassin <laughs> that was so good uh, i like that don't forget that because i'm gonna have to come back and write that down that was really really good all right miss rj coming to you is why is comparing yourself to others destructive when taking the correct course of action a thing my dad always taught me is uh, there's always going to be somebody prettier than you, smarter than you, um, faster than you, uh, more wealthier than you. Um, if you take the time to really think about how much more that they have, you'll think about the less of yourself. The reason that we have DNA is because we are genetically modified to be different. So why compare yourself to someone that is never going to be like you? Um, if I had to make a, con- if I had to say, 
comparing yourself really is a it's also a sense of depreciatory it makes you not want to move forward because you're looking at how successful another person is but you don't know what they went through to get to where they are mm-hmm. and that's nothing that you could ever compare to I hit the buzzer on that it was about 40 seconds that was good though right that was good it's so true all right, Deke, uh, why is comparing yourself to others destructive when taking the correct course of action? Uh, because they're when you when you compare yourself to others, you're comparing yourself to their goals. I don't know what their goals are, mm-hmm. right? And and God gave me a purpose in life, and I've got to live up to that. So when I wake up every morning, I wake up when my feet hit the floor knowing that God's done his work, I've got to show up to do mine. And what he's called me to do is different what he's called AP to do than what he's called coach to do, coach to do, and this RJ. So uh, I know uh, that I can't compare myself to others. Uh, and when I do, then I take the focus of what off what God's called me to do and who, who God's called me to be. So uh, that's what I got to say. That was like 45 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and that was no uh, buzzer. I run it. Uh, that's right. That's a, you're, 50, you're in a driver's 50, 54 seat. 54 right? seconds. <laughs> Uh, you know, RJ, you, you said something that uh, I wrote several years ago. It said, you're never so good, there's not somebody better. You're never so bad, there's not somebody worse. To be successful, you must search for those who are better than you and learn from them. Then you must search for those not at your level and teach. Absolutely. There you go. There you go. Fantastic. Let's, uh, let's do this, Coach. Let's get a couple of, uh, let's get a couple of those bills paid. And uh, and we can uh, kind of go from there. How's that? So, twenty one six the net is brought to you in part by the generous support of our sponsor, Northern Illinois Windows Inc. We are a commercial and residential window servicing company committed to providing the highest quality service at an affordable price. Our highly trained technicians will make every aspect of your window cleaning needs worry free. Northern Illinois Windows, Inc., 815-385-6646. Again, 815-385-6646. 216th Net is sponsored and supported in part by Natural Therapy Wellness Center, 815-385-8190, McHenryMassage.com. How often do you take time for yourself? A massage can be a great way to pamper yourself, but it can also help alleviate or sometimes even cure those ailments that you deal with regularly. Contact us today to speak to one of our certified therapists about your needs. Natural Therapy Wellness Center, 815-385-8190. 216th Net is sponsored by and broadcast from Sticker Dude creators of Vinyl Chaos, 815-322-2480, StickerDude.com. The Sticker Dude team brings over 25 years of experience from the graphic, marketing, and sales industry, advertising on vehicles and other services. Full attention on the design, print, and installation is given to your project, from in-house full-time installers to our top-of-the-line printing and finishing room. Contact us today to learn what you need to look for and why before committing to making an investment in vehicle wraps. We're not your corner sign shop. Sticker Dude, call 815-322-2480. 
experience, education, character, an inherent ability with numbers, an exceptional CPA. These are the reasons why business owners choose Eric Mason of Mobile Accounting for their bookkeeping, payroll, and tax services. Call Eric at Mobile Accounting, 224-321-6859. That's 224-321-6859. 216 net is supported by highly reputable sponsors like Xtech Repair. Why do customers keep coming back to Xtech Repair? Because of owners committed to building relationships. No one-and-done attitudes. Their 60-day guarantee on all repairs and IT service subscription plans that help business customers avoid the shock of a large, unexpected repair bill. Xtech addresses all your IT needs in one place. Web design, web hosting, social media support, custom-built desktops with a two-year parts and labor warranty, and just for fun, gaming machines with repair and service support. Visit online xtech.repair. That's X-T-E-K dot R-E-P-A-I-R. Visit in person at the corner of Pingree and 176 in Crystal Lake, Illinois, or call 815-516-8075. That's 815-516-8075. Xtech Repair for IT done right the first time. That air. That was it. IT done right. Thanks for paying those bills. We love it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Of course, we're talking about taking the right course of action. Uh, and I question myself on that every Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> no more than I do. And because uh, we are two, two ball guys, guys with, with Rancher Rock. Oh, he's not here today. Sorry. Uh, which is good. Uh, but uh, we miss him, and, but we know he's doing good things down in Texas, so appreciate what you do and who you are, Ron Hostry. And uh, Jeff Young, Kelly, uh, Kelly Penigli, Pengeli, Pengeli, I don't know. The last name, so that, that throw me off. Good morning, good morning. Hey, good morning, Kathy. Uh, and uh, uh, Anthony Paul Shaw says, very inspirational lady, love her. I don't think she's talking about you, Coach Papa. Well, it might have, you know, got confused That's with it. all the hair, but. That's it. Of course, in studio, we have the crew, the owner of. Vipers Pro Basketball, Lake County Pro Men's Basketball Team. Boom. And if they want more information about who you are, what you do, your club, they can go to. Uh, VipersProBasketball.com or Facebook um, forward slash Vipers Pro Basketball. Uh, incredible. Of course, to your left. <coughs> That's you. Coach Washington, <laughs> Coach, <laughs> Coach Washington, head coach of Vipers Pro Basketball. That's it. That's no, it. I, I, oh, I, that's I just got to know problem. Coach Washington. I, I already don't like him because he's much better looking ball guy than he I is. Am. So yeah, he's, he's uh, I have just uh, recently signed a contract to be the live voice of the Vipers during home basketball games, and uh, very possibly we could have some fun in Jamaica coming up in November. I, so. I, I hope y'all sign that in pencil so you can erase that. There's a clause in there, and I did send it to my lawyers to, to look at, and there's a clause in there that says, well, as long as you know they have all the, the, the you know, take you out kind of uh, clauses in there, I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Take you out, me. It's a good thing they ain't the mafia. That's a whole different thing. They take you but out. But no, it's a uh, 
I think it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. Last that could year be the I right course of action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got called out to do a night out there, and I had a blast. And uh, you know, I, I think the audience had fun that night. And uh, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. So is Anthony, Sh- is Anthony Shaw one of your players? No, Anthony Shaw is uh, one of our uh, our UK um, indigenous family members. If well he's watching, tell him I said hello. Yes, yes, <laughs> and he said, and he said, and Coach Washington, one of the those genuinely nice guys. I was like, somebody's trying to get some playing time. No, I, no. <laughs> 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 I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. No, Shaw is the man in UK for basketball. Nice. Basketball England. Nice, That's hey. Awesome town. Awesome. I, I got a good friend who uh, who coached professionally in England for a long time, <laughs> Steve Swanson. Okay. Uh, he was uh, grew up with him. Great, great guy. I don't know if he's coaching still or not, but uh, and then you are Coach AP, uh, assistant coach for the Vipers Pro Basketball. And for those of you uh, who are just tuning in now, Coach AP is. I mean, this guy, he's really the the energy. I mean, this guy brings a lot of energy <laughs> to this to this show, to the team on the bench. I'm sure he's pretty. Well, when you show up to the games, uh, and of course the schedule is out. Yes. Uh, this schedule year? is out. It's um, on Facebook and on uh, Vipers Pro Basketball. And on Vipers yeah. Pro Basketball. And if you're looking for, an inc- if, if you love the sport of basketball and you're looking for a, a great product uh, without having to pay $10 million for parking, uh, $20 million for tickets in the nosebleed, and then uh, and then <laughs> uh, like $22 for a, a warm beer, <laughs> uh, this is a great family entertainment. This is a well-priced, I- and, and you will not be disappointed. Absolutely. I mean, it is, it, it, you all got to get there. You, you just trust me, you got to get there. Uh, and, and that is a, a good thing. And, and we've been talking about taking the correct course of action and uh, take a look at their schedule. And the correct course of action for you all is to go and, and check them out if you're if you're here now. Do you guys uh, uh, the games are they are they televised? Are they absolutely? Yeah, uh, we are partnered with a media school, so we have uh, four cameras and a hero cam that runs with the players. Okay, and um, man, season opener is November the tenth um, at Roundwood High, High School. Um, obviously, with the newly renovated so yeah. million dollar project. Yeah, so it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful facility. facility. Um, we have concessions. Uh, man, we got. Almost every food vendor that you could think of, including the Harold's Harold's Chicken Truck, is coming all the way out Here from Chicago. <laughs> Here we go, right? <laughs> so yeah, yeah. but now, now uh, you know you got the three piece suit on when you're coaching, <laughs> Coach Washington. I might have to pull out with the bow tie, with the bow tie. Ah, the, the bow tie. I love that. <laughs> I got one for Coach Adrian too. He don't know what you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's three on three on three on. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I like it. Right. Uh, so you gotta be careful with the chicken pregame then. You're going to be dressed up like I that. I got my warm-up shirt, and we'll get dressed <laughs> up. <before laughs> Put the shooting shirt on over it, just, just in case the chicken gets on that. I get it. Uh, which which I'm always, uh, especially game day, too, uh, you know, I'm always like, okay, I didn't, I didn't get anything off of here. <laughs> we're good. We're good. But we're talking about taking the, the, the correct course of action. Uh, and during rapid fire, uh, we got some. Uh, that's uh, that's always my my favorite time because that's where you get those those uh, those just great uh, great answers. Um, but uh, earlier in the in the show, I want to go back to something that, that that you said, Coach AP, and and uh, we were talking about shiny things. And uh, do you do you run over there and and, and ch- you know ch- start chasing that squirrel? And you said uh, one thing you have to do is continue to ask yourself: Is it working? Is the course of action working? And uh, in the on this journey, how often should you be asking yourself that? Uh, 
definitely asking all the time. Um, especially with basketball, there can be a sudden change out of nowhere. Um, but well, life, uh, yeah, yeah, life right. In general, also, um, yeah. So it, it could happen at any moment. So, so constantly. So, so, Miss RJ, when we say that, though, doesn't that start to 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 s- put a seed of doubt in there? Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Um, I would say no. Reason being is because I'm consistently uh, analyzing for different ways that we can improve our organization, employees, um, even like the the fan experience. So uh, she hired me anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> if it doesn't that's, work, that's the <laughs> diversity hire. We gotta get the old people in there so we s- they don't get sued. No. <laughs> no, he was a immaculate. Hey, you got a you got a viper walker? You can no. use that guy. <laughs> I say that he probably outrun me. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we just, uh, you know, we try to always take a look at the the long haul, and yeah. um, we remove the things that just doesn't work anymore. I mean, in order for you to be successful, you have to go back in and, uh, you know, reinnovate. It's almost like a reptile, right? You yeah. know, eventually they have to shed skin enough to feel new and be new uh, to start all the course all over again. The viper. I love the it. reptile. I love <laughs> it. How do you make an <laughs> elephant out of a block of stone? You now you <laughs> you chip away everything that doesn't look like an elephant, and you understand <laughs> the elephant was in there all the time, mm-hmm. and and success is in us all the time. Professional basketball players in there all the time. We just need to chip away at everything that doesn't look like a professional basketball. It doesn't look like an owner. It doesn't look like a coach, and we chip it out all away. That 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 masterpiece that is inside has the opportunity to come out, but it takes a master artist to make it happen. Right. So your job, Coach Washington, and your job, Coach AP, is to continually encourage your players to fail. That's what practice is. We're going to fail this entire day. So you go weeks, preseason, having them fail, right? Because as you said earlier today, Coach Washington, that's where you learn. That's how you get better, right? So as you're having these players constantly fail, and Coach Papa is a business coach and a life coach, and, and they go through. He goes through this a lot with people as well, uh, and and we're constantly asking, "Is it working? Is it working?" Well, as I'm constantly failing mm-hmm. on a daily basis in your organization, mm-hmm. you're seeing that it's making me better. Uh, but what are some of those conversations? <coughs> hey, because uh, now I'm asking myself, "Is this working? Is this working? Is this working?" No, it's it's not because I want to dribble and shoot. And you're telling me pass the ball and play defense. <laughs> uh, so how do you how do you get those those people in your organization to fully understand? S- stay with me. Stay with me. It is working. It is working. I go back to my freshman year high school. I had a coach Ryan Smith. He stayed on me all the way. I thought about hey, the process from my freshman year to my senior year, what he instilled in me, and from what he taught me from there, I applied it with Miss RJ Tommy, and I sent him to the players. As far as me being stubborn, hey, this play gonna work. We gonna get it through. I don't believe me. Play's not gonna work. We gonna do it till you see it. Sure. Basically, if I keep talking, not gonna believe me. When you see it, now we on the same page. So nice, AP. All uh, right. So here's what happens: is uh, mm-hmm. Coach Coach Washington in their grill. Uh, they hate him, right? Because they're he's pushing them, <laughs> yeah, and, and and stressing them out and getting them to achieve things that they didn't didn't even think they could, but they can't see that they're doing that. And then you got to step in and, and, and put out that fire a little bit, but not, not snuff out the coals, right? 
So, I mean, how do you get people to keep asking that question? Is it working? Is it working? And yes, it is. Let's keep moving. Uh, one thing is, uh, especially with the Vipers, is credibility. Um, like Ms. RJ, she has sent uh, 40 people overseas. Mm -hmm. um, so we repeat that a lot to the players. Uh, me personally, I have that more of a calmer, yes, quieter. Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and I think my age also plays a factor because I can, I can relate to the players. Oh, so you're saying um, Coach Washington is old? <laughs> Don't give me middle age. That makes me really old. <laughs> get that Viper Walker out. Is hey. it is Slither? Hey, what's is the Viper Walker Slither? Just so you know, what's said on the radio goes all across the world. Bro. So <laughs> Don't stay on the radio. It's out there now. No, I'm kidding you. So keep going. <laughs> but yeah, um, just talking, uh, getting, explaining the credibility that we have some people overseas with our system so if they play into our system they can eventually get there too i love that yeah did you play division two did you play augustana mm -hmm. do you know coach hederman from augustana he's an assistant coach he's a, a string being about six six foot four inches tall <laughs> this kid this kid was the smartest athlete i ever coached mm -hmm. i looked at him from his freshman year and i said you are going to be an amazing coach they took the national championship two years ago two or three years, uh, maybe three years three. ago. Yeah. And uh, that was his first year assistant coaching in that program. And from that, they all got offers to go to other bigger D1 schools, and the coach set them all down and said, you do what you need to do, but I'm staying here. And the whole coaching staff stayed together and uh, are, are there. So wha what you're saying is exactly uh, right on point. You've got to be that cerebral guy. You've got to have the fire guy. You've got to have the, the, the matchmaker to put it all together. And when you have that, um, incredible things are about to happen. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's cool. And, and so, uh, bless you. On the, other s on the other side of things, Miss RJ, mm -hmm. is, uh, is these two are making them fail, making them fail, making them fail, but it's getting them better. Uh, and then they get tired. I know how this works. They get tired of these two coaches, and they come to you as the owner. It's like, listen, this is a bunch of sensor, sensor, sensor. And these guys don't know what they're talking about, and they're not good coaches, and they've never been as good as me. And now I love your team. I'm not saying that this happens. I'm just saying it could. Right? It happens. In fact, it just happened not too long ago. Right? And, and so as we're talking about the correct course uh, of action, mm -hmm. you guys are set out, you're locked arms, you're on the correct course of action, mm -hmm. but yet this, this employee uh, can't see it, can't feel it, but I know everything and I'm really good, so let me tell you how this is supposed to be. H how, do you, how do you handle that without diminishing the correct course of action? Um, I would say you would have to look at the military, the structure of the military. The reason that the military is successful is because they have chains of command. Um, you have to start with the chain of command. They are the chain of command. If they tell you things that they, that they feel like you need to work on, bypassing them to get to me, I'm just going to support them predominantly to the fact because they're the chain of command put in place. Um, we've, we just went over what role defiance, um, making sure people understand their roles, yeah. uh, making sure that people are comfortable in their roles, so that way we can eliminate a lot of that process because – most people step out of character. They step out of. Um, they step into complaining because they don't understand 
where they belong and where they fit. Uh, once you define that, you start eliminating all of the why can't I not do this and I feel like I should be doing that um, because it might not be what we need for you. It might right. be that we want you in this role. And if that's not suitable for you, I mean, That's bye. your job it is. Right. Well, you know, I am – I was comfortable in my BMW. I'd be more comfortable in a Rolls. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, I'm just saying. Wow, you guys giving them Rolls, nice. <laughs> oh, those kinds. Nice. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, Royce is driving. That's right. That's right. I, di- I didn't know that. I got a little Dodge out there. I'm, you know, a little whip. That's it. That's all I got. Man, I tell you. Right now, look at look at AP's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's crazy. I don't. That's what I'm. That's what I'm paid to do. I'm not even paid to do this, to be honest with you. He's, he's good for I nothing. got nothing else going on between, you know, five and nine on a Monday morning. <laughs> I just thought I'd come here and hang out. Uh, we're talking about the correct course, course of, of action. action. So, Coach Papa, when you hear that phrase, the correct course of action, how many correct course of actions have you taken in your lifetime? Well, first of all, it, it takes me back to a segment of the officer candidate school that was about a week long that was all focused on the correct course of action. And the whole learning point out of that is once you've adopted a course of action, you go after it with the, we call it be rigidly flexible. Mm -hmm. You've got it, you know, you've accepted that course of action and you go and then have the ability to adjust as necessary on the fly. How many correct courses of action have I taken? Uh, I can think of three. No, no, no. Number one, I, uh, on May 6, 1974, I met a cute little redhead. Six <laughs> weeks later, I asked her to marry me. Oh that was the correct course of action because there was another guy checking her out. So I had, oh to, wow. I had to make sure I... <laughs> had to move know. fast. <laughs> yeah, had to move fast. There was not. <laughs> but uh, number one... There were probably several. She's a beautiful <laughs> woman. <laughs> She's an amazing right? woman. I loved yeah. her second... Look at her. like... He's like Coach AP over here. Well, they're the only ones who gave me a shot. So <laughs> she's probably like, well, he's the only one who gave me a shot. No, she was We just had this conversation yesterday. <laughs> Are you in our house somewhere? Um, secondly, joining the United States Army out of high school. Um, hey, Coach AP, it's worse. W- I mean, talking about it with your employer that way is one way, but your wife of uh, several years, <laughs> she, <laughs> she had never talked. Let me just help you out. Don't ever do that. <laughs> in, in America, you're only allowed to have one wife. Unless you marry a redhead, I'm just saying. Oh, hey, oh. Uh, the Wait second a one, Wait a minute. Where is joining that? the United States <laughs> Army right out of high school instead of going to college. I had plenty of opportunity to go compete in football, track, and field as a state champion in yeah, track. Yeah, you did. Uh, but I was also had a wild uh, side of me. That yeah, you I did. probably would have. <laughs> I probably would have wound up in a lot of trouble. Uh, so joining the United States Army. And the, the third best uh, course of action that I've taken was uh, becoming part of this program with Kent and, and Ron uh, because we are touching so many lives around the world uh, in a positive way that uh, we just have. Now, there's been a lot, and there's been a, a few wrong courses of action sure. I've taken. Sure, We won't talk about those because right, no, this is a positive right. inspirational show. It's about the show. topic, <laughs> the correct course of action. But I agree those, with that. those are the three highlights of my life yeah. that you know, when I look at decisions that have changed my life, sure. that changed the lives of so many others. Sure, and and so so it's interesting, right? So uh, the elder statesman in the room, right, who <laughs> who has had a lot more experience than all of us put together. I mean, just because of his age, right? Look at Coach Wasi. <laughs> uh, he's, he's like Coach AP is just staring at his feet, like I ain't gonna laugh. I I ain't gonna laugh. I ain't gonna laugh. Uh, but but there, uh, basically, three that really stand out to him. 
and, and, and so th and that's what I'm trying and that's what I was hoping to kind of accomplish with today's show is to help people understand that uh, there are a lot of courses of action that you can take mm -hmm. uh, but there's only a few that are the correct course of action for your life uh, uh, however, if we don't continually try and ask ourselves, is it working, is it working, is it working, run over and take a look at that squirrel, maybe pet it for a little while, we don't, we don't know mm -hmm. I I if, if that is the correct course, and it, and it may send us there. Uh, and uh, I, I think that it's one of the biggest things that I keep hearing uh, in today's show from, from, from you guys over here is, is effective communication. Absolutely. Effective communication. If you don't share what your goal, your dream, your your direction is, you don't know if you're on the correct course. And you can get steered off, and help me if I'm, I'm wrong here, Miss RJ, or you can take you're the mic wrong. and roll. Mm -hmm. But if I don't effectively communicate with those people around me, then the next thing I know is I'm probably taking the, the exit route. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I know I just had this conversation with my daughter too long ago. She's uh, 14. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was talking about like this new iPhone update. She's like, you know, I hope it has like all these new emojis. Right. <laughs> and I'm funny. like, okay. So like, all you hear is like all the teenagers talking about this new iPhone update. And I, you know, I took the time to pick her brain and I pulled her to the side and I said, hey, um, you know, you guys are so like concerned about this new download, right? This new update for your phone. I'm like, when was the last time you did a new update for yourself or a new mm. download for yourself? Mm. <laughs> and they were like, what's that? I'm like, for your life. Sometimes you have to get rid of old software mm -hmm. and download new software, whether that means get rid of old friends, um, negative instances, things that bring you into bad habits. Sometimes you have to download new software. Yeah. So Sounds like a reboot. And yeah, and that's a tough thing. Uh, it's my oldest son. He's, he's uh, well, he's my only son, but he's 24. Mm -hmm. And he's in the Navy. Mm -hmm. And he's working through a lot of things just on that kind of reboot, right? On that, on that da uh, download to for his life, and he's on a new ship now, and he's doing well. And he, I talked with him a little bit yesterday, and um, you know, he's he's struggling with some things. Oh yeah. And and it's interesting that you say that. That I think that as you're on that, if you're taking that correct course uh, of action, um, you do have to kind of reinvent yourself as you're on that course. Absolutely. Uh, and and the people don't want to do that. Most people don't want to do that. I, hey, I'm comfortable being me. I'm comfortable in my skin. Right? And sometimes it's usually um, just because you're comfortable in your skin doesn't mean people aren't watching. Um, there's a lot of people that are talented, and you just kind of watch them to see how they're going to download new software. And the minute they, they have that download, you say, okay, now they're ready. If you never uh, switch softwares, the people that are watching you waiting for you to switch, they just – yeah. Really you ever think about doing a radio show yeah. yourself? <laughs> I mean we're, we're looking for good content. This lady, yeah. I can hang on well her words, man. It's good. We're, we're I'm going to take you through something real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the first, the R in reboot is recognize. You've got to recognize the need to change. Until the person r themselves recognize the need to change, mm -hmm. uh, they may have to get pushed out of two or three organizations mm -hmm. before they recognize it. Mm -hmm. The E in reboot is? Is energy and education. So you got to unplug. Right, you got to just kind of get away, unplug, and then educate yourself on that new software that's mm -hmm. coming in, which is uh, which everybody needs to do: new plays, new schemes, new new business strategies, mm -hmm. those type of things. The B is believe. Not only believe in yourself and believe in the changes that you're making, but surround yourself with people who believe in the same things. All the self belief in the world doesn't help if you're not surrounded by people who believe in you, believe in the changes that need to be made. The first O in reboot is. 
operating system. We gotta we gotta we gotta figure that operating system out and know that the operating system that we have been using has kept us where we're at. So that there there that's the download. We gotta change that operating system and know that the the operating system that I've used since since I was a kid, which is basically 1980s software, <laughs> right? 80s is a good area. <laughs> hey, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, it, it needs to change, right? And and that we've got to change the way that we think and approach things. The other row is orchestrate. Uh, think of the conductor and the orchestra. There's a couple special things. Number one, he's bringing everything together. When the woodwinds come in, how loud, how soft, the drums, the percussion. Uh, but he's got his back to the audience. Coaches the have their back too. Right? He's, uh, he's out here. He's focused on the, on the team. And then when the sh when the show is done and when the the masterpiece has been played, he steps out of the way and gives the credit to the yeah. to the team. Uh, the T in reboot is test 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 test. Just as uh, Coach AP said over here, test test test. You always got to ask yourself continually. Ask yourself, is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Uh, and once you figure out that it is, uh, life's good. If it's not, then you go back to the R. Yeah, and recognize. That's right. <laughs> right. And 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 that I'm I'm glad you said that because uh, I it's incredible. And I know in your organization you got guys coming in that need to reboot their. I mean, you know, they're wiry. <laughs> they got to get a little bit stronger. They got to get a little bit smarter. They got to start educating themselves. And here's what I here's here's the big question I ask uh, of a head coach, a professional head coach: How many hours a week do you put in to developing and improving your skill? And and your mastery uh, of coaching, you don't just show up at practice and go. Well, let's do three man weave for forty minutes, <laughs> right? I mean, I would say it's a lot of conference calls with Miss RJ and mm -hmm. Coach Adrian and our general manager Josh. Uh, or thinking, texting Coach Adrian back and forth. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? You gotta have seven. What's the seven? Well, I don't know about this, Coach Adrian. I'm probably just bothering him all day. I would say, uh, I don't know. It's hours. I couldn't put an exact number. It varies during the day. I couldn't count it. So uh, sure, I mean, every day kind of holds a different thing. But it's it's not like you're just going. Well, let's let me put on the sweats and show up for practice. <laughs> There's no nah, that that would never work. <laughs> far as uh, especially I say practices and going to the game. Yeah. And far as before practices, you have to talk to the players and how mm -hmm. their life is going on. And yep. To me, when you're a coach, you're a teacher, you're a big brother, you're a counselor. You're basically you're everything. So true. And basically, uh, by being a head coach, you affect. You have 14 players. That's 14 lives. So basically, you might have a good day, but one of your players is having a bad, crappy day. So you got like pump them up to get them ready just to come to practice. Amazing. And once they come to practice, you can see. It as far as we're big on effective communication, talking to everybody. To me, I'm like a, a heart reader. I can see when somebody's having a bad day. You might not say nothing, but now I'm gonna pick on you the whole practice. So I get you to smile. Now we can practice. Now you ready. And far as uh, that, just having, uh, I guess, somebody to talk to or somebody to reach out to, as far as Miss RJ, uh, Josh, and uh, Adrian, if I'm having a bad day, I can reach out to them. I'm going to say sure. two weeks ago, I was just on 10. I was like, I'm not understanding. They're not listening. What do I need to do? They kind of broke me down. Like, hey, coach, you need to go about this way. As far as the support system, it's a good support system. That's cool. Yeah. Coach is coach. That's all I ask. To improve task by task. Don't yell at me or scream or shout. It alarms me, so I'll shut you out. If I've done wrong, I'm the first to know. Teach me, coach me, help me grow. You are the coach who can help me win. I am the student. I'll say it again. Coach me, coach. That's all I ask. Help me to improve task by task. 
<laughs> I got him. I threw him off. Close, <laughs> close. I got to the end of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's what that kid is saying. doesn't matter if they're professionals or, or mm-hmm. what. Coach me, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, our frustration when an athlete doesn't perform is in our own inability to give them that that lesson three to four hundred times that they have. Why didn't you use the spin move there? Well, I haven't done the spin move before, mm-hmm. Coach. Well, it's it's not just and and I want and I want our listeners to understand it's not it's not just sports. Mm-hmm. Th- this is your children. <coughs> this this is this is the people that you work with. This is this is life. And and I mean we're fortunate to have uh, the folks from uh, Vipers Pro Basketball here, right? Uh, professional team right here in Northern Illinois in Lake County. Um, and kind of the way we do things on this show is we have a three-step process, and this is the third step in our process, uh, three weeks running. And we talked about confidence, and when you have that confidence, you can take the correct course of action. Uh, and this is what y'all do for a living. You help people understand the correct course of action. Not just not just on the court. Life, as you just said, life, life actions. Uh, and, and that's heavy. That's a big, that's a big cross to bear. You know, the, the, the one of the worst things to watch ever on television is golf. I, I, just, <laughs> I just say it. Right? I like golf. But yesterday, when, uh, when I turned it on and Tiger Woods was in the lead, okay. I watched golf for over two hours yesterday. And at the end of it, when he was coming down and he won that thing. You cried a little bit. Tiger was crying. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's a long journey for that, bro. Yeah. I'm telling five, you. Five <laughs> years ago, when he won his 79th, he was like, yeah, here's another one. You just add it to my stuff over there. Right. Yesterday, he was, when they were interviewing him, he pulled his hat down over his eyes because, <laughs> you know, he, he was he was mm-hmm. emotional. He, was, he was crying because, because of the journey. Mm-hmm. Right. right. It's, it, it's so incredible. And the, the journey in life, whether it's to, uh, you know, a, a high-level banking position, whether it's to own, whether it's to head coach, whatever it is, those journeys in life, when you get there, yeah. mm-hmm. enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. every second of it. And that's and I, that's that's the that's the cool thing about taking the correct to- course of action, is you have to be able to step back. You have to look at your life as a whole. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, coach and I can go uh, on 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 Wednesday and Friday mornings and and play pickup ball with a bunch of old men, <laughs> uh, and feel good about it, right? And uh, but is that the right course of action for us? Uh, the 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 employees that you guys have. Uh, the employees that I have, uh, is you got to help them. Is what you're doing here mm-hmm. making a difference in your your life? Because uh, everybody plays a last game. Mm-hmm. Everybody shows up to a last day of work at mm-hmm. some point, right? Uh, and and that is an interesting thing because if it's the right course of action on that last day of work, on that last game, I can I can leave it. You know, I can walk away feeling good about what I've done and how it's helped help me my, with my life. Uh, you remember your last game? Yes. So I tore <laughs> my Achilles tendon. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was in a playoff game, uh, driven up the court. I heard a pop sound. I thought I twisted my ankle. I managed to walk off the court around. To really? The side, and the trainer was like, uh, have you heard of Grant Hill? I said, yeah, I heard of Grant Hill. Everybody, what about yeah. Grant Hill? He had the same injury. And then from there, it's like uh, I try to come back from that. It's like once you tear that, ain't no coming back. You won't play the same. No. As far as remember the last, that's what I feel for the players. Unless you're coaching. I show them my scars. Like <laughs> once you have that, if you guys don't have an injury, what are y'all complaining about? So far as you have wife, you're young, you have 10, 15 years. Some of them don't have no kids at all. 
what are you complaining about? Right. You have the future in front of you. That's it. So if you listen to a wise person, you might go far. So That's it. Remove That's emotion out of it. Say that again. Uh, you got to remove emotion. I mean, I think you had told me about the book that you read about why the stock market is so successful. And it's successful because it's a system. Uh, it doesn't have emotions. It doesn't have distractions. It doesn't have people mm-hmm. around it to affect it. It merely is, um, it's a machine. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, it can't be uh, biased because of emotion. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what we try to instill in our yeah. children. Operate like a machine. Yeah. Flawed. That's it. Well, that's what I. Uh, the first rule of the martial arts, fight with your head, not with your heart. I agree. I don't. I don't know martials. Uh, the uh, when I, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, when 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 I coach, uh, whether it's whether it's the little girls, uh, you know, because my youngest is is nine, okay. uh, and um, I've coached all my kids uh, through that, and I always tell them, I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you how to play basketball, mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful language once you learn it, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna teach you how to play the other team. I'm not going to teach you how to play your parents. I'm not going to teach you how to play the referees. Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you how to play basketball. And if you can trust that, right? Mm-hmm. I say that at work, too. I'm like, hey, I'm here to make you a better banker. I'm right. going to teach you banking. I'm going to teach you how to bank. And if you can understand that and you can s- remove all that emotion and understand that this is what I'm here to do, mm-hmm. and then I think I think you're right. I think then it becomes that machine and... Mm-hmm. and and you just, people come up to you after the game and go, man, that team, nice job. Boy, I've never seen a team do that, this Take and that. <laughs> right? Yeah. One of my favorite coaching moments came from that very first team that I mentioned way back in 1985. And the first practice, the, these girls really hadn't had a, a basketball coach in a number of years. And at the third set of lines at the begin practice, this one girl standing at the end of the line, her arms out, and she's staring at them. And she's not really moving. She's just staring at them. I go, what's wrong? And she goes, I'm glistening. (laughs) 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 We need to glisten. You know, if we're going to get there, we have to glisten. We have to do the work. If we'll do the work, everything else will fall into place. You know what time it is. That's that's when you know that you're on the right course of action. The correct course. The correct. The correct course. You're glistening. Yeah. (laughs) And that's it. It's time for Rancher Ron's Refurbished Rocket Roundup. Roundup. This is where we kind of, each of us, take a few minutes and, and talk about what we are taking away from today, mm-hmm. forward into our day, how maybe things will, will change or, or enlighten. Like, you know, maybe takeaways. Maybe Coach will never scream at a referee again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? At that, at that price, I know I would. I tell you what. But, uh, but, you know. I'm going to kick it off with you pa- today. Passion, though, right? That passion kind of let's heat, let's heat of the moment. You've been keeping some great notes, so I'm going to yeah, kick it off. Yeah, so uh, Coach Washington, a uh, couple of takeaways. Uh, character is the key to helping you decide the correct course of action. And you, 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 you try out these guys, I'm sure, and these employees, uh, and then all of a sudden, though, you, you pull them off the, their from, their from their natural abilities to dig deep into their character. And I think that once you have learned that character and you, you understand your character, you're, I mean, you're a man of character, which is a, amazing to me as I just sit here. You can see that with, with who you are and the answers that you said. And, and for that, I mean, incredible. The other thing you said, very interesting, is um, you have to have a listening ear, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool. I'm going to dwell on that for a while because uh, so many times – uh, they're looking you dead in the eye going, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. uh-huh. I mean, even my children, right? <laughs> uh-huh. 
Uh-huh. Uh, they didn't hear a thing, a thing that I said. Uh, my wife will tell you that I'm that way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. To the point where I got to be like, uh, I'm sorry, could you say that again? Because <laughs> I didn't hear a thing you said. Uh, but, but to know that you're on the correct course of action, I've got to be able to hear what my business partners are telling me, even if they're not just punching me in the face with it, right? Uh, which is incredible. And then stay the course. Trust the scheme. Trust the plan. Understand that it is what it is. And uh, there are going to be shiny things and squirrels everywhere. Uh, but just trust, trust, trust. Coach AP, um, you know, you're young. I mean, you're the, you're the age of my kids. And uh, you took massive, massive action. And I think you have to take that massive action to know that or you'll never get on the correct course. And that's what it is. Is it the correct course of action? I tip my hat to you. I don't know if I'd have had the cojones at your age to go to a pro team and say I'm your man, mm-hmm. uh, and and then and then live into that. I mean that's huge, bro. And and uh, write a. B- I hope you're writing down a, a every day you're journaling because it's going to be an incredible book. And you're going to uh, trust me. Trust me. Um, th- that's that's amazing to me, uh, because most most people would doubt themselves and and go make smoothies over at Orange Julius. That's another old one, but maybe, you know, uh, (laughs) Jamba Juice is uh, your kid, right? (laughs) Orange Julius was next to the pretzel place in the mall. A mall is a place. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And uh, so I think that's cool. And then you said when you know you have to make your own opportunities, and that's when you know that you're on the right course Mm -hmm. of action as well, the correct course of action. It's the correct course of action ain't gonna come up and tap you on the shoulder and say follow me. You gotta make your own opportunities, and that's huge. And that's huge. And then just continue to ask yourself time and time again: Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Uh, which then brings me over to Miss R J. It rolls right in there. Is that this has been a lifelong passion for you? Mm-hmm. You you had said at the beginning of of the show that this is a, this is a vision since you were seven. Seven. Seven, right? When I was seven, I thought I was Dr. J. I mean, <laughs> hey, that, that was back in the day where he was He was the a man. basketball player yeah, and had a really sweet yeah, role. He was not the <laughs> owner of the Magic, right, or whatever, <laughs> general manager, right? Uh, but, 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 but seriously, this has been, this has been I- and you've asked yourself, is it working, is it working, is it working, is it working since you were seven? Did you, like, That's have amazing. your Barbies and Kens all in basketball no. uniforms? You know what? Um, I never really played with Barbies. I had. I asked my dad. I was like, you know, I need you to get me um, the keyboard. That's when computers first came yeah. out. And I was like, you know, he's like, a keyboard? I'm the like, green yeah. screen. And I learned how to type. Like, I was typing at probably, like, eight, nine, right. like, full, like, 50 words per minute to figure out. And, you know, my dad, he's seen that. that. He's seen that in me. He just was like, you know, I want you to focus more on the operations side. That's why he never let me play basketball. You didn't play? Didn't play. At six foot? At six feet and a half, oh. I did not play. Uh, I got to talk with your yeah. father. No. Yep. What? You know, oh he didn't goodness. He didn't uh, bar me from it, but he wanted me to understand the operations side. That's and cool. First. How cool is that, though? I really? mean, I'm sure right? I could have went sure. to the league, obviously, because of my height, if I wanted to, and right. my mental process, you know, spiritualness. Yeah, I definitely would have oh. been the best defensive <laughs> player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Just being honest. Dennis Rodman. She ain't going to shoot that ball. She's going to stop you. She keeps She's step on her neck. Right. That's it. Aiden shooting cat. <laughs> that's it and then uh, another thing that you said that just it, it just it, it just it just like bells in the hall is is uh, the best thing to ease an ego is silence mm-hmm. I never heard that before yep. but I like that because uh, in my professional career in the banking industry you can imagine as you step up oh how yeah. big those egos are mm-hmm. uh, of all those old old rich guys <laughs> you know 
uh, the best the best way to ease that ego is is just silence. Uh, and 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 then uh, two other things from you, Miss RJ, is understand the the overall goal and stay the course. Uh, you have an overall goal, mm-hmm. and you've had some 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 very lucrative offers to to stray you from that. And as I say. You know, the enemy always uh, knows where your soft spot is and will always attack very hard when right before great things are going to happen. And you've had some some offers that a lot of people probably would have gone done, you know, (laughs) and uh, and you're staying the course, which is great. And then and then make sure people know their role Mm -hmm. and 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 that you do as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think you understand and you're on the correct course of action when you understand that your team your the people around you understand their role what it is uh, wha- what role do they play in your ro- life what role do they play in your business uh and that you understand what your role is in their life and what role it is in your business so um guys this is, i mean literally could write a book on just the things that y'all y'all brought to the table today uh and i appreciate that i appreciate you it's been a blessing to just just get to know you guys i look forward to deepening the relationship what do you now, guys as the rest of us give our takeaways, we don't have to be that in-depth. <laughs> 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 but, I, I mean, Kent does such a great job of locking in those those moments. Now, they, they said you were the vice president of the youth. Of the youth, the babies. The, the, the babies, babies, right. <laughs> now, th- here's the issue I have with that title. Isn't a vice like an addiction or something bad? No, it's mm-hmm. something that holds things together. Don't you love the English language? <laughs> but it's it's all about leadership. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I'm picking up from everything here. Leadership is about good communication. Leadership is about good character. Leadership is about uh, recognizing each individual as a unique and uh, uh, talented person with a different set of life circumstances. As we try to put everyone in the same box, uh, we're like, oh, wait a minute, they don't all fit. <laughs> Let's put that one in a circle. Let's put that one in a square. Let's put that one in a triangle. But understanding that each each individual has an important role to play within the organization, but they are just that. What what motivates one is not going to motivate the other. Uh, so I appreciate you know that. Uh, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate the fact that you gave a young man an opportunity coming out of college, and said after comparing him to 112 other people, some of them probably my age or older. Uh, w- w- you know, coming out of uh, uh, that and taking a look at this young man and said, man, he's got it, right? Recognizing recognizing that, right, he's a loyal guy, but probably not going to be able to keep him long because somebody's yeah. going to figure out you got a diamond in the rough over here, but you're going to be the best part of his life uh, probably. And, and you, to see a young man, uh, loyalty is a difficult thing with our, our youth today. They're, they're spread out so thin as a high school coach. I cannot tell you the number of players who have missed practice for Boy Scouts, missed practice to go fishing with Grandpa, missed practice for things we, we would never have missed practice for. And to see your, uh, your actions and your attitude as a young man, uh, it just what a blessing to be part of an organization that you're in. So uh, with that, guys, I would like to get a little bit of your feedback of what your experience here has meant for you, and then we'll get to move on with our day. Let's start with you, RJ. Um. I would say the biggest thing was uh, something I really already harp on, which was <coughs> communication. I think you said that um, communication is key to effectiveness. Um, if you never tell a person how you feel or that you want to get better, they won't know. Yep. Um, so I would take that with me, that communication is key. It's so hard in today's world, too. 
clear. I mean, we're everything's technology. Yeah. We're forced to no longer communicate. We're forced to pretty much pick up our phone and write how we feel on social media and expect a reaction and like opposed to um, getting on the phone and calling that person. So you have four children? I have four. Three girls and one boy. Me too. One boy and three girls. I'm the other way around. Right? <laughs> but uh, so, uh, so how often does your family sit at the table? You know? um, all the time. Uh, I'm I'm remote at times. Yeah. Um, so I'm involved in the kids' life. They're at practice. They all probably can agree that my son is the terrorist <laughs> <laughs> at the gym. But uh, he's around, you know, the players and them learning the game. Like my son yeah. has the best defense right now of all time. He's five. Right. Yeah, he also decent AAU teams with him right now. Though. That's why I always tell people. I tell my daughters, I'm like, as long as you can rebound and play defense, you can play D1 anywhere. Absolutely. That's, That's it. That's it. What do you got, Coach? I figure uh, 21.6 is my favorite radio station. <laughs> 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 yeah, I dab. my kids are like, don't ever do that, Dad. <laughs> nah, but my take is uh, everybody in here, uh, <laughs> as far as staying on the same page, uh, better communication, uh, basically the people I work with, they're awesome. I knew it just, they're more awesome when I hear them speak. So, and just to be a part with these guys and work with these guys and women, it's a blessing, to be yeah. honest. And uh, I appreciate the opportunity. Also, man, it's awesome. 21.6 the next oh, show. You know. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you this. I'm just going to throw this at you. Is as a head coach, mm-hmm. you're awful humble. You don't get that in a lot of head coaches. Head coaches are usually pompous asses nah, and, and full of themselves, right? And let me, let, me, let me tell you, you're one of the most humble guys that, that I've met, and it's, it's not a wonder why you're successful and that mm-hmm. your guys follow you. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of that, and uh, yeah, I mean that's that's a unique characteristic that mm-hmm. your profession mm-hmm. has lost, uh, and I, I tip my hat to you, sir. That's that's incredible. You always got to remember where you come from, remember where you started, yeah. and I never forget <laughs> where I started. So yeah. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. My takeaway is uh, life is a journey. Um, there's going to be a lot of up, ups and downs. Uh, it's it depends how you take it and what action you take. Um. <laughs> well, no, shoot when you're open. Shoot yeah. when you're open. Shoot when you're open, right? I mean, that's what you did. I mean, and you were open. And he's always open. Now, now you know, th- and, and, and I joke around with that, right? We do, but uh, but understand that if, if, if you were a point guard, right? I grew up in the era of point guard, so it was dish before score, mm-hmm. right? I still do that today. I'm going to pass it off somebody. Coach knows ask, that. Ask him how he hurt his shoulder. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was a sweet pass. I'll, we'll talk about that <laughs> the up there. The last one he'll ever make. But, uh, but, but uh, you're a shooter, man. And you, you, you shot when the opportunity arose. You didn't freeze. You're like, I got this. And, and you took a huge action. So your, your uncanny ability to understand when to take the shot, I don't, you're young, and I don't think you understand the power of that right now. You're going to grow into that, which is incredible, uh, but keep shooting, right? You you have to keep taking that shot in life, in in, in coaching, in this organization, uh, and and I don't know if you know how much God has blessed you to where you're at now, right? Uh, and and I hope that you continue to shoot when you're open, bro. Seriously, Amen. Yeah, I'm going to give you uh, since you mentioned that you, you love it, I'm going to give you a tiny bit of history around twenty one six tonight. Uh, we had met, and we knew we were going to launch an internet radio speaking station. Of, speaking of one of the best shooters you ever see, <laughs> Terry Riley, 
Oh, uh, Pastor, Pastor Jump, Jump Shots in there, Terry. Good morning, brother. Um, Diane. So we good morning. Uh, we came up. We wanted numbers, even though it's an internet radio station. People associate numbers with radio. We came up with a, a, a Bible verse we wanted to use the numbers on. Uh, it's about a week and a half later. I was tell, telling somebody this, and he just said, "What's the Bible verse?" And I, this is no joke, told him I think it was Proverbs six twelve. Um, he goes, "Oh, that's cool." Looked it up. A troublemaker and a villain who goes around <laughs> with a corrupt mouth. <laughs> um, I said, that's probably not the verse we... <laughs> 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 I called Kent and I said, what, what was that verse? He said, I don't remember. So we prayed about it and we came back together and both of us had... Uh, we were going to choose three verses each. Mm-hmm. Both of us had one verse and it was John 21.6. Mm-hmm. In John 21.6, the apostles had been fishing all night long, catching nothing. Jesus said, hey, why don't you put the net on the right side of the boat? So he said, we're the fishermen. He goes, no, I'm telling you, right side of the boat. When they did... The net was so full, if you read the scripture, it almost sank the boat. Now, there's two things important here. Number one, if a net full of fish almost sinks a boat, it's not a very big boat. Number two, (coughs) how many people will not stand up and walk across the boat to find success? They're taking counsel from the wrong people and encouragement from the wrong sources. What we try to be is that daily dose of encouragement. We're filling that one niche that we are positive, no politics, no swearing on our station. Everything else is a go as long as you're encouraging someone to do the next right thing in their life. That's who we are, and that's how we're making our mark and making a difference in the world. That's what we do. Any uh, so you've you've been enjoying the journey with us. You have taken the correct course of action this morning as we uh, as we uh, got the uh, folks from the Vipers in here. Uh, in the current struggle, there is one positive course of action. There is no alternative, for the alternative would. Co- I think I'm saying this, connote, uh, connote a rear march, Martin Luther King Jr. C-O-N-N-O-T-E, is that right? Connote? Connote, connote. I don't know. It would make you do it. C-O-N-N-O-T-E, connote, right? Connote, a rear march. So much for your English lesson, folks. I just ruined Dr. King's quote. I apologize. Does anyone remember the words Martin Luther King did not say? He did not say, I have a wish. He said, I have a dream, and he allowed that dream to give his life direction. Uh, There he goes. Look at this. Uh, And in this world, we have to allow our dreams to give our life direction, not our wishes. Wishes are like fishes. They're swimming around. Hallelujah. 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 (laughs) Uh, But, Coach, uh, it is that time. It's time to get off the bench. Get back in the game. We are two bald guys guys with... Rancher Ron, and we do approve this message. God bless. Travel safe. Make this your best day yet. And when you find time, get out to VipersProBasketball.com. Uh, and uh, we all home games will play at Romans High School. Season opener, November 10th. November 10th. Beautiful. Thanks for joining us <laughs> this morning. Make it a great day. Stick around for Pete Talks Jobs right on our heels. Go, go Vipers. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, 
the funds, funds are low and the debts are high, when you want to smile but you have to sigh, when care is pressing you down a bit, don't run to us. We don't give a sh- Well, yeah, we do. We are two bald guys and a microphone. We'll turn that frown upside down. We'll jumpstart your heart. If you've got a long week ahead, this is the right place to start. Two bald guys and a microphone. It's Thursday. Who are you? You are a new creation. You are alive and free. You are an ambassador, a conqueror, a part of a chosen nation. You are beautiful, loved, and cherished. You are complete and washed clean. And today, we 